This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. We offer a free Erotica Podcast and a premium patron taboo podcast which contains more intense sexual themes. You can subscribe to the premium podcast for $2 per month or support the Erotica Podcast on Patreon to support us and allow members to request future stories and themes. Links are in the description. Thank you for listening. This podcast contains mature content and is intended for an adult audience only. It contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of all stories is fiction with any similarities to real people or events being purely coincidental. This podcast is not intended for anything but entertainment of the listener, and if you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. Neurosubmission Transmitter Part 3 by Sam Slam Chapter 03 God damn! That fucking bastard! I hear mom yell from the living room. Jumping out of bed, I run in to see what's wrong. Mom's fuming as she walks back and forth reading a letter. She's wearing a short terrycloth robe that she must have slipped on to go out to the mailbox. What's wrong, mom? I ask, putting my arm around her shoulder and trying to read the letter. What's that? I ask. It's a letter from your father's lawyer. She yells, stomping her feet. He says your father is entitled to half of the money from Uncle Harry's estate because our divorce was never final. What do you mean? I ask. He's wrong, isn't he? I mean about your divorce. Of course he's wrong, she says hesitantly. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're divorced, Mom says, thinking about it. I signed papers and sent them to your father's lawyer. But I guess if he never filed them, then we could still be married. Shit. Jesus. I say. Can he really get half of our money? I ask, incredulously. Mom's robe has fallen open and, even in my anger, my cock responds to her magnificent body. I don't know. Mom says, completely unaware of my hard cock, as she walks into the kitchen. I've got to make some phone calls. Damn. I've got to get the transmitter fixed. I wasn't worried about it because I haven't needed to use it. Mom and my sister, Susan, have continued to be amazingly adventurous sex partners, with me and with each other. Mrs. Edwards, responding to the trigger I gave her, continued my sexual lessons until the end of the semester, and Nicole and I broke up a couple of months ago. There was no real urgency. But now there is. I can take care of this thing with Dad, if I can just get the transmitter working. Going into my room, I retrieve it from its hiding place in my closet. I've already discovered that the bottom slides open, exposing connectors that I'm not familiar with. I've looked in a few computer and electronic stores, but haven't found anything that fits it. Lying down on my bed, I study the connector again. I have to go down to Uncle Harry's and meet with the lawyer tomorrow, Mom says walking into my bedroom. Do you want to come with me? Sure, I answer, thinking I might be able to find the charger at Uncle Harry's house. Did you want to leave tonight? I ask. Mom hasn't pulled her robe closed and she might as well be naked, standing in the doorway. Her breasts are heaving up and down, as her breath comes in heavy sighs, and her porcelain smooth pussy mound is right at my eye level. Yes, right away, she says, so distracted that she still doesn't notice my erection. As soon as I pack an overnight case, Mom says, pulling her robe off as she turns toward her bedroom. I follow her into her bedroom, admiring her luscious ass on the way. I sit on her bed and watch her while she changes. What did the lawyer say, Mom? I ask, as she pulls a light blue thong from her dresser. I am mesmerized as she steps one and then the other foot into it, bending over with her ass to me. He said that if I never got a final decree from the court, we may still be married. She answers, while wiggling the thin strip of material between her firm, round-ass cheeks. And if that's the case, then your dad may very well be entitled to half of what we inherited. She says, standing up straight and adjusting the front of the thong over her pussy lips. My cock is standing at attention, as she extracts a matching bra from the same drawer and slips her arms into it. How did he even know about the money? I ask, while I watch mom fasten the bra across the center of her chest and arrange each of her tits comfortably in its cup. Who knows? Mom seethes. The lawyer just said to bring all the papers I have and he'll try to get it straightened out. She turns towards me, 
noticing my hard cock for the first time. Oh honey, I am really not in the mood right now, she says apologetically. I know, mom. I respond, getting off the bed and hugging her. I'm fine, I say. But I can't help my reaction to watching you get dressed. I never get tired of seeing your sexy body, mom. I tell her, holding her tightly against me, her silk-covered tits pushing into my chest and my hard cock pressing against the front of her thong. You came twice this morning already, Nick, she exclaims, referring to our lovemaking when we woke up a few hours ago. She reaches her hand between us and squeezes my heart on. God! The resilience of teenagers! She laughs. Can you at least wait until we get to Uncle Harry's? She asks, kissing me lightly on my lips. Sure, Mom. I answer, squeezing her bare-ass cheeks. No problem. I break the hug and head to my bedroom to get ready. Mom. I say, turning back to her from the doorway. Don't worry, everything will be alright. I know. She says, smiling unconvincingly that I haven't been to Uncle Harry's in quite a while. It seems weird not to call Nicole to tell her we're here. When she called a few weeks ago to tell me she was seeing someone from school, I was really upset. I almost used the post-transmission suggestion on her, but once I calmed down, I realized that it was really for the best. We're still friends, and I'm actually happy for her that we get there late and mom and I crash out on Uncle Harry's king-size bed. We snuggle up to each other, but it's obvious that mom isn't in the mood for anything else, so we just go to sleep. The next day, while mom is at the lawyer's, I search Uncle Harry's office for the charger. As I'm leaving his office, to go look in the library, the front doorbell rings. I'm shocked to see Nicole's mom standing on the front porch. Uh, come in Mrs. Devlin. I say, opening the door wider. How have you been? I ask, wondering why she's here. She's wearing a red halter top, stretched tightly across her ample tits, a pair of white shorts and flip-flops. I've been good, Nick, she says, stepping across the threshold. But please call me Maggie, she says, smiling. I follow her into the living room, watching her tight shorts ripple across her swaying-ass cheeks. Her long, tan legs are well-toned and I'm surprised at the instant reaction my cock is exhibiting for Nicole's mom. My mom's not here, Mrs. Uh, Maggie. I say, as we enter the living room and she turns towards me. I know, she says, smiling mischievously. I watched her drive away a while ago. I came over to talk to you. Me? I ask, wondering what she would want to talk with me about. Yes, Nick, she says. Is that so hard to believe? She asks teasingly. I'm sorry things didn't work out between you and Nicole, she says softly. I thought you two were good together. Yeah, well, I answer. It was hard on both of us being so far away. She lifts herself up onto one of the bar stools at the kitchen counter and crosses her legs. Would you like something to drink, Maggie? I ask. It's hard for me to think of her as Maggie. I've always just thought of her as Nicole's mom and never paid much attention to her. Now that we're alone in the house, I'm surprised by how attractive she is and I'm finding the smooth, tan skin of her exposed shoulders and her long, shapely legs a very pleasant distraction. A Diet Coke would be great if you have one, she says, smiling at me. Sure, I answer, getting two Diet Cokes from the fridge and opening hers before I give it to her. Thank you, Nick, she says. I never got a chance to properly thank you for what you did for me, with Frank, I mean, she says, resting her hand on my arm. It was incredible the way you used the transmitter to completely change his personality, she says, pausing to take a drink. I stare at her in disbelief. Oh yeah, she says, setting her Diet Coke can down. I know all about the transmitter, Nick. Nicole told you? I ask, wondering how she got around the post-transmission suggestion I gave her to not tell anyone. Nicole knows about it. She asks, startled by my revelation. Yes. I answer. How do you know about it? I ask. Finding this whole conversation really bizarre. I've known Harry since before he created it. She says. Harry and I. She pauses, smiling sheepishly at me. We, uh, that is, we were very close. She watches me intently for a reaction. I just wait to hear what else she says. I was his first subject, you know. She smiles broadly. For his transmitter experiments. I don't suppose you've seen the video. She looks at me mischievously. You know about the video? I can't believe she knows about all of this. Oh yes, she says excitedly. That video was a real source of entertainment for Harry and I. 
she studies me as if deciding how much she wants to reveal. Harry and I had been intimate for a couple of years before he developed the transmitter, Nick. It was such a turn-on to watch that video while we were making love. Did you, um, know about the others? I ask, hardly believing what I'm hearing. I did not know that Harry was using the transmitter on Nicole until after he was gone and she insisted on coming over here every day. I really thought she was just studying here in the afternoons. She proclaims, adamantly. There were others too, I suppose? She looks at me questioningly. Yes, two others. I answer, still not believing that she was that naive about Nicole, but not ready to tell her about Mom and Susan. Did he? With Nicole, I mean, did he? She hangs her head. He never touched her. I answer her unasked question. But he did watch her. I add, That bastard! She says, vehemently. Did you use the transmitter on Nicole, Nick? She looks at me earnestly. Yes. I answer. But not like Uncle Harry did, Maggie. I hesitate, and then tell her most of it. I eliminated her need to visit Harry's house every day. I made her proud of her body. She was so self-conscious about her breasts. Maggie laughs, knowingly, waiting for me to continue. And I, um... I pause, carefully picking my phrasing. I made her less inhibited and little more adventurous sexually. I say, very quickly. We were already having sex, without any help from the transmitter. I add hurriedly. I just opened her mind up to other possibilities. Maggie nods, quietly. Harry knew how Frank was and didn't do anything about it. She stares at me. But you, you fixed it the first time we met. She has her hand on my arm again, rubbing it casually up and down my bicep. You know, you're my hero, Nick. She smiles. So you and Uncle Harry. I don't finish. Wow. I add. Oh God, he was so fucking good in bed. She smiles at the memory. I don't know if it was his natural skill or suggestions from the transmitter. Frankly, I didn't care. That man really made me wet the sheets, Nick. He could completely drain every ounce of energy from my body and have it pooling on the bed between my legs. She sighs, and then looks up and catches me blushing. Oh, I'm sorry if I'm embarrassing you, Nick. She teases. But this is part of why I've come to see you. Her hand slides up across my shoulder and down my chest. You've got the transmitter, Nick. As she leans her mouth up next to my ear, her tits brush across my arm. You can make anyone do whatever you want. She whispers, holding her tits against me for emphasis. I never asked you before, Nick, because, well, with you and Nicole dating. I mean that would have been seriously wrong. She smiles. But now, um, it's not working. Is all I can think of to say. I can't figure out how to charge it. I blurt out. Well, looks like it's a good thing I came over. Maggie leans back, smiling, her hard nipples pushing against the material of her top. Where is it, Nick? She asks, her braless tits bouncing as she steps down from the barstool and hooks her arm through mine. It's in my overnight bag in the bedroom. I answer, walking with her down the hallway. Your uncle was kinky, too, Nick. She whispers as we enter the master bedroom. My heart skips a beat as I realize that mine and mom's stuff is all in one bedroom. Maggie's hanging on my arm, continuing her story. He liked really kinky things. She whispers, teasingly, while pushing her tits into my arm. Nothing he would ever put on a video, though. What kind of things? I ask, hoping to keep her distracted enough that she won't notice the sleeping arrangements. I retrieve the transmitter from my overnight bag and lead Maggie back into the hallway. He liked me to fuck him in the ass. She says, staring into my eyes for a reaction. My face must have registered complete shock because she laughs uproariously. Oh yeah, conservative Uncle Harry. She laughs. Loved it when I'd use a strap on dildo. He used to come like a fountain while I pumped in and out of his asshole. Uh, how do we charge the transmitter, Maggie? I ask, not knowing what else to say to her. Come with me. She says, excitedly, dragging me by the arm into Uncle Harry's study. Let me have it. She says, reaching for the transmitter. Sliding it open, like she's done it a hundred times, she bends down and inserts it, bottom first, into a tiny nook on the underside of Uncle Harry's desk. I kneel down and see what, at first glance, looks like decorative wood, but is actually a docking station for the transmitter. Awesome! I exclaim. Now I'll be able to take care of Dad. How long does it take? I ask. I'm not sure. She answers, running her hands through my hair while I'm still kneeling on the floor. 
I don't think Harry ever ran it all the way down before. She steps closer, tucking the back of my head into the crotch of her shorts, massaging my scalp with her hands. It's not really fair, you know, she says, in an exaggerated pouty voice. What's not fair, Maggie? I ask, standing up and turning towards her. I assume she means that I have the transmitter and not her. It's not fair that you've seen video of me completely naked, not to mention, in very compromising positions. My own daughter has seen you, completely naked in uninhibited, adventurous ways. Isn't that what you said? She asks, rhetorically, as she wraps her arms around my waist and looks up at me with a big smile on her face. But I've never seen you naked, she says, brushing her body up and down against the bulge in my pants. Do you think that's fair, Nick? She asks, again using her little girl, pouty voice, as she unbuttons my shirt. I don't answer. I just slide my hands around her waist and cup her ass cheeks, drawing her to me. Have you ever fucked a mother and her daughter, Nick? She whispers in my ear as she peels my shirt off my shoulders. Um, mom. I'm stuttering, startled by the question, thinking about mom and Susan. Oh Christ, you have the transmitter? She says, amazement in her voice and on her face. You could do whoever you want, whenever you want, can't you? Um, pretty much. I answer. But I don't just use it for sex. I add maybe a little too defensively. What else do you use it for, Nick? Maggie asks, while pulling the zipper of my shorts down. She kneels down, taking my shorts down with her and I step out of them. She's eye level with my cock, covered only by my jockey shorts. I used it on a bully at school once. I answer. And, um, your husband, of course. I gasp while she runs her hands over my ever-growing bulge, behind my white briefs. I, um, I'm going to use it to get my dad to stop pestering my mom. I answer, as Maggie pulls the elastic waistband of my jockey shorts out over the tip of my hard cock. Oh my. She sighs, licking the head of my cock even before she gets my jockey shorts off the rest of it. Oh god. I groan, moving my feet apart for balance. I've got built-up tension in my balls since yesterday when I was watching mom get dressed. Maggie pulls my jockey shorts all the way down, while sliding her lips over my rigid shaft. You're the perfect size, Nick she says. Your cock will fit nicely wherever you want to put it. She smiles teasingly, while holding my cock in her hand and licking all around it like an ice cream cone. You know, Nick, you made Frank a much better lover than he ever was before. I don't know what you said to him, but he's attentive, loving and always tries to make me come before he does. Glad I could help. I pant, while Maggie continues licking and nibbling on my throbbing cock. But I don't always want attentive and loving, Nick. She smiles at me, while stroking her hand up and down my rigid shaft. I need adventurous and uninhibited sometimes, too she says, nibbling on the underside of my cock. I need explosive and thunderous sex, Nick, she says, before sliding her lips all the way down my shaft and burying my cock head in her throat. You want me to give. Frank, another suggestion? I managed to ask, while pumping my cock in and out of Maggie's moist mouth. No. Nick, she says, stopping abruptly and just holding my aching cock in her hand. You could give Frank a million suggestions and he'll never be Mr. Thunderous and Explosive. She shakes her head. I want you to use the transmitter on me, Nick just like Harry did. She calms down and continues her licking. You can give me thunderous and explosive orgasms, Nick. You know you can. Oh fuck. Maggie. I cry, as she cups my balls while pumping my cock in and out of her warm mouth. Yeah, just like that. I breathe, as the tension builds and I feel my balls tighten, signaling my approaching release. She stops again, pulling her mouth back and squeezing my cock with her hand. Will you do it, Nick? She looks at me, imploringly. Will you use the transmitter to fulfill my fantasies? Yes, whatever. I cry. Please keep going, Maggie. I plead. Please, I really need this. Need what? She asks, innocently, while flicking her tongue against the head of my throbbing cock. Say it, Nick. What do you need? Maggie smiles at me seductively. I need you to suck my cock, Maggie. I cry, dry humping against her hand. And you'll do what, Nick? She asks coyly. I'll use the transmitter on you, Maggie. I yell. I'll give you um. I stop, trying to remember what word she'd used. Thunderous and explosive, Nick? She smiles. Yes. Thunderous and explosive orgasms. I cry. 
Please, Maggie. Oh, don't be such a baby. She teases, sucking my swollen cock back into her mouth, while she gently squeezes my balls. I shoot almost immediately, filling her mouth with several large loads of cum. She expertly swallows every drop and licks my cock clean before standing up. Like mother, like daughter, huh, Nick? Maggie laughs. What time do you expect your mother back? She asks, eyeing the door. Any time now. I say, grabbing my clothes as I check my watch. Well, hopefully the transmitter will be charged by tonight. She says, kissing my cheek. Nicole has a date, and Frank has a late shift. Will you come over tonight, Nick? I'll try. I answer honestly. It depends on what my mom has planned. I tell her. Use the transmitter, Nick. She smiles. That's what it's there for. She says, running her hands over my naked ass and biting my left nipple. Ouch. I say, but my cock jumps at the erotic sensation. Pain is not all bad, Nick. Maggie says, stroking my recovering cock. You'll see. She says. Maggie. I say tentatively. It's been quite a while since I've seen that video. I say, gently cupping her breasts though her halter top. I mean, could I? A little preview for tonight? She asks. Of course, Nick, sweetie. Maggie says, pulling the string of her halter top over her head and dropping the cloth below her pert, grapefruit-sized tits. Her erect nipples are thick and dark, poking out like bullets from her large rose-colored areolas. I gently lift her fleshy breast to my mouth and lick her areola, all around her hard nipple, without touching it. Nim. Maggie moans, pulling my head to her breast. That feels nice. I unsnap her tight shorts and pull her zipper down, as I continue to lick her large breast. She's still stroking my cock, which is now fully recovered, while I slip my hand inside her bikini panties. I'm running my fingers through her thick curly hair and sucking her nipple into my mouth, when I hear a car door. Fuck! I yell, pulling my hand out of her pants and fumbling with my clothes. That's my mom. Too bad the transmitter isn't charged. Maggie says, pulling her halter top, back over her breasts, and zipping up her shorts. You're everything I hoped you'd be, Nick. She says, as the front door opens. Hi, Mom. I call, a little too cheerily. You remember Mag, uh? Mrs. Devlin, don't you, Mom? Of course. Mom says, extending her hand, while eyeing me suspiciously. How are you, Maggie? I'm great, Elaine. Maggie says, shaking hands with Mom. I just came over because I never really got a chance to express my condolences. She says, greeting Mom, like she came over just to see her, and I just happened to be home. Thank you, Maggie. Mom says, heading towards the kitchen. Can I get you a cup of tea? That would be wonderful. Maggie says, squeezing my ass cheek and winking at me, as she follows Mom into the kitchen. As they settle into a comfortable conversation about Harry, I sit on the barstool, pretending to read a magazine, nursing my Diet Coke and watching them. In my mind, I start comparing the attributes of these two late thirties sexy women. Maggie's tits are larger than mom's and her nipples, still poking out the front of her halter top, are darker and thicker. They both have relatively flat stomachs and slender waistlines and mom has a tight, round ass that always draws my attention, no matter what she's wearing. Maggie's ass is firm and round, with a more pronounced curve to it, which, combined with her larger tits, gives her more of an hourglass shape. They both have great legs, mom's are more muscular, but Maggie's are well-toned and shapely, Two dot I'm still reveling in the idea that Nicole's mom just gave me a blowjob and invited me over to fuck her when my thoughts are interrupted by a question from mom. Hello? Birth to Nick. Mom laughs. Did you hear what I asked? She says, smiling at me. Sorry, mom. I say. I was reading. I lie. I said, Maggie and I are going to go get some lunch and do a little shopping. Do you want to come with us? Mom asks. Of course I want to come with both of them, but that's not what she's asking. Nah. Thanks. I think I'll just stay here, if it's okay. I answer. Both women smile and nod as if that was the answer they were expecting. I'll be ready in a minute, Maggie. Mom says, going into the bedroom. What did the lawyer say, Mom? I ask, as I follow her into the bedroom. He's going to check the court records and we should know something tomorrow. She says, placing her hand on my cheek. I'll try to be better company tonight. She whispers, kissing me lightly on the lips. Now go visit with Maggie a minute while I use the bathroom. She smiles. The transmitter should be charged by the time we get back, Nick. Maggie whispers, while running her fingers lightly over the front of my shorts. 
I'm soaking wet, just thinking about what you'll do with it. She says, just as mom walks back into the room. Okay, Maggie. Mom says, picking up her purse. I'm all set. Bye, Nick. She says, kissing my cheek. See you later, Nick. Maggie smiles as they walk out the door. Have fun. I call after them, my cock throbbing in my shorts. While they're gone, I inspect the docking station for the transmitter. It has two wires, one connected to Uncle Harry's computer and the other to a power strip. I turn on the computer and a pop-up window opens, asking if I have updates for the NST software. I click no and a progress bar opens, showing that the transmitter is 70% charged. I make a copy of the software and email it to myself, so I'll have it at home. I sit, staring blindly at the progress bar, thinking about this morning's visit from Nicole's mom. I can't believe she knows about the transmitter and wants me to use it on her. How weird is that? I spend over an hour at the computer, searching for information about my dad, getting both his home and work addresses. I've formed a tentative plan to visit him at work, mainly because I don't want to run into Miss Bimbo. I've learned enough about the transmitter to know that I don't want to give him any hasty suggestions that might backfire. I need to find out exactly what he's put in motion regarding the divorce and the money that I start fantasizing about ways to punish him, too, including, but not limited to, making him impotent, fucking his girlfriend while he watches, and having Maggie fuck him in the ass with her strap-on. I'm still sitting there, contemplating, when Mom and Maggie come bursting in the door, laughing like schoolgirls. Hi, Nick. They both say, and then look at each other and start laughing again. Sorry. Mom says, barely able to contain her laughter. Maggie and I never knew we had so much in common. She says and I start to panic, wondering what she means. Within minutes we were finishing each other's sentences and we liked the same outfits, everything. She says, smiling. Your mom is great. Maggie gushes. You're lucky to have her. She says, as if admonishing me for not appreciating her more. I know. I say, defensively. She's the best mom in the world. Wondering if mom was complaining about me to Maggie. He knows how lucky he is. Mom says, wrapping her arm around my shoulder. And I know how lucky I am too. She says, kissing me on the cheek, jutting the tip of her tongue against my skin, in an intimate expression, unseen by our guest. Let me help you with those. I say, noticing the shopping bags for the first time. What did you buy? I ask, remembering the sexy fashion show the last time mom went shopping, with her friend Mary. A couple of new outfits that Maggie helped me pick out. She says, smiling at Maggie. And helped me try on. We're the same size. Maggie explains. So we tried on the same outfits, together in the dressing room. She blushes slightly, as she tells me and I let my imagination run wild. Ever since I gave mom the suggestion about enjoying the taste of pussy, she's practically been addicted to it. When Susan is in town, I might as well not be alive. Well, that's not exactly true, because both mom and Susan love to be fucked after they've had their pussies eaten. I've watched mom eat Susan's pussy, continuously, through multiple orgasms, before they begin to include me in the action. Knowing how mom feels about women, I bet she loves stripping in the dressing room with Maggie. I'm surprised we didn't get thrown out, mom says, and my mouth must have dropped open, because she quickly adds. We were laughing and having such a great time making fun of some of the outfits. Oh, that one. Maggie adds, laughing hysterically, her braless tits bouncing inside her halter top. You should have seen your mom, trying on this one top, trying to get it to cover everything. When she pulled it one way, she was uncovered over here, she says, showing me on her own chest, by pulling her halter top slightly to one side. When she pulled it the other way, well, having drawn my eyes to her tits, Maggie's eyes dropped to the bulge forming in my shorts. It was designed for something besides wearing in public. Mom says laughing. That's for sure. I'm checking out Maggie's hardening nipples while she's glancing at my crotch. Mom is taking her packages into the bedroom. The transmitter is charged. I tell her, lowering my voice so mom won't hear. Good. She smiles. What time shall I expect you? She whispers. I want to be ready. What time is Nicole leaving? I ask, not wanting to be there when her boyfriend picks her up. Seven. She smiles. I'll be there at 7.01. I joke, as mom walks back into the room. Who wants some dinner? Mom says. I'm grilling burgers and I have some potato salad. You're welcome to stay, Maggie. Mom says, heading for the kitchen. Oh, thanks, Elaine. Maggie says. But I have to get home. 
Thanks for a great afternoon. She calls to mom. I had a wonderful day. She says, looking at me. Thank you, Maggie. Mom calls from the kitchen. I forgot about all that lawyer nonsense for a few hours. She says from the doorway. It was great. It'll all work out. She assures her, looking from me to the transmitter. I have a feeling that these troubles will be behind you before you know it. She says as she's leaving. I hope so. Mom says, going back into the kitchen. I walk Maggie to the door and risk a brief kiss before she leaves. See you tonight. I whisper. I can't wait, Nick. She says, squeezing my hard cock through my shorts and then walking down the sidewalk towards her house. I watch the sway of her curvy ass for a minute before closing the door. Did you buy anything sexy? I ask mom, embracing her from behind as she's peeling lettuce for our burgers. Well, Maggie did talk me into a couple of halter tops, like she was wearing today. She says, turning towards me and wrapping her arms around my back. I don't know if they're sexy, but it feels sexy going braless like that in public. She says, kissing me. You guys really tried on outfits in the dressing room together? I ask, raising an eyebrow at mom. It wasn't like that at all, Nick. Mom smiles. But she does have a lovely body. Her breasts are really firm, for their size. She says, teasing me. Did you notice? How would I have noticed? I stammer. I wasn't there when she took her top off. I'm wondering if Maggie let something slip. I know. Mom says, slapping me playfully. But I saw you staring at them. You had to notice how they looked. She says, smiling at me. Well, yeah. I answer relieved. I guess I did kind of notice. I say, blushing. So, Nick. Mom says, pressing her body against mine. Would you like me to wear those kinds of tops? She asks. Sure, Mom. I answer. They really are pretty sexy. My cock is hardening, making its presence known against Mom's pussy mound. Mmm. Mom says, nuzzling her face into my neck. It seems you do think they're sexy. She says, grinding her mound against my bulge. After dinner, I think we should take a shower and wash away all our troubles. What do you think? I think that's a great idea, Mom. I say, humping my cock up and down against her hard pelvic bone. What can I do to help get dinner ready faster? I ask, breaking the embrace that it's an early dinner, and we're done cleaning up by 5.30 p.m. With an hour and a half before I promised I'd be at Maggie's, I remind Mom about washing away our troubles that we take our time lathering each other, luxuriating in the erotic slipperiness of our soapy flesh. I tease Mom's tits endlessly, while her expert hands slither over my cock and balls. When we finally rinse off, Mom kneels in front of me, taking my swollen, purplish cock into her warm, wet mouth, and expertly finishes me off, swallowing every drop of my powerful eruption. A few minutes later she's lying on her back on the bed, with me kissing and licking my way from her ankles to her thighs. I spend an excruciatingly long time licking her upper thighs and all around her pussy, before finally licking the outer lips of her labia. She is soaking wet, writhing on the bed, by the time I dip the tip of my tongue into her juicy pussy. Oh yeah! Mom moans, arching her back and sucking my tongue deeper into her inflamed hole. Lapping up her delicious juice, I tongue-fuck her, using a slow, rhythmic pace that has her bucking her ass off the bed, entangling her fingers in my hair and rocking her pussy against my mouth. Replacing my tongue with two fingers, I gently suck her clit into my mouth, while finger-fucking her with the same slow rhythm. Oh, fuck. Mom yells as I begin flicking my tongue across the tip of her clit, while using my fingers to massage the inner walls of her steamy, hot pussy. Gushing pussy juice and bucking frantically against my mouth and fingers, she tightens her grip on my hair, until it feels like she's trying to pull my whole head inside of her. Clenching her legs together, as her orgasm peaks, she jerks spasmodically, flooding my face with her thick creamy froth. Oh my god, Nick. Mom sighs, collapsing back on the bed, breathing heavily, while I gently lap up her excreted nectar. I clean her upper thighs and ass cheeks with my tongue, savoring her exotic taste, while slowly working my way back towards her sensitive pussy lips. Using my mouth, my tongue and my fingers, I extract another powerful orgasm from her before sliding up her body and plunging my hard cock into her pulsating pussy. Oh, God. Fuck me, Nick. Mom moans as I begin moving in and out of her, with long, slow strokes. Parting her lips with my tongue, we begin a slow, steady rhythm, kissing and moving in tandem, with the taste of sex on our entwined tongues increasing our arousal. 
Rather than our usual slamming against each other, our bodies dance together in a slow grind, building momentum and driving us to a frenzied, manic crescendo that leaves us sweat-soaked and depleted. As our breathing returns to normal. I check the clock and it is 6.45. I'm supposed to meet Maggie in 15 minutes. I slowly disentangle myself from the sheets and my mother's legs and start towards the shower. Where are you going? Mom asks, sleepily. I'll be right back. I say, going into my room and getting the transmitter. Mom? I say, spinning the dial and pushing the button. It's been a long time since I've used it, and I'm hoping it still works. Yes. She says in the transmitter-induced monotone. You are going to have a restful night's sleep and not notice that I'm gone. I tell her, pausing to decide if there is anything else I want to say. Okay, dear. Mom says flatly. Mom, what was going on with you and Maggie in the dressing room today? I ask, wondering if Mom wasn't trying to substitute Maggie for Susan, since she hasn't been home for a while. That was just girl fun. She responds. I didn't get the impression that Maggie would be interested at all. I don't know her that well, but she has such great tits, I really did want to suck on them. She says. If she does become interested, Mom, you will propose a threesome with me, okay? I tell her, wondering if I can pull this off. Okay, Nick. She answers, dutifully. Good night, Mom. I say, pressing the button on the transmitter. Mom turns over and is breathing softly as I leave the room. Having showered and changed, I arrive at Maggie's house a little after seven. She answers the door in a transparent silk robe, her hard nipples prominently pushing against the see-through material. I've been waiting for you, Nick. She says as she steps behind the door to let me in. As she closes the door, she kisses me on the cheek and leads me over to the couch, where we sit close, awkwardly wondering how to begin. Did you bring the transmitter? She asks nervously. Yes. I tell her, pulling it from my pocket. It's right here. Good. She says, sitting back on the couch, giving me a great view of her massive tits, draped in sheer white silk. First, tell me everything you've been doing with it, Nick. I really want to hear your transmitter stories. Well, I hesitate, not expecting this question. I used it quite a lot at first. I tell her about trying it out on Allison and Carolyn at the mall, and then using it to undo the post-transmission suggestion for Nicole. I tell her about Nicole and I visiting their neighbor, and then going to the mall to visit Carolyn again. I don't give her every detail, but she's such a good listener that I reveal more than I intended. As I talk, Maggie leans forward, resting her hand on my leg and letting her gorgeous tits hang loose behind her thin robe. I skip telling her about my mother and instead tell her about Mrs. Edwards, my English teacher. This seems to arouse a great deal of interest. You hid in the closet, watching them the whole time? She asks, as her hand strokes up and down my leg. Yes. It was very erotic. I answer, shifting my hardening cock inside my jeans. You seem a little uncomfortable. Maggie says, leaning over to undo my jeans. Let's make you more comfortable, while you tell me the rest. She says, pulling my zipper down and tugging my jeans off my legs. My hard cock is pushing against the white material of my jockey shorts, making a little tent in the front. Why don't you just get undressed, Nick? Maggie says, standing in front of me and pulling my polo shirt over my head. Your stories are very arousing. See how wet you're making me? She asks, directing my hand into the opening in her robe and pressing it between her legs. I feel the heat, just before I touch her moist, fleshy lips and her matted pubic hair. My cock hardens even more, if that's possible. Mmm. She says, just holding my hand against her pussy for a minute, before kneeling down to help me remove my jockey shorts. Tell me more about the transmitter, Nick. Did you use it on any family members? She asks, a knowing gleam in her eye, as she releases my hard cock from the confines of my shorts. What do you mean? I ask. You know what I mean, Nick. She smiles, still kneeling between my legs, running her hands up and down my thighs. I saw how you and your mother were with each other, and how all of your stuff was in one bedroom. She says, her hands sliding around my inner thighs to cup my balls. Please tell me. She pleads, while gently stroking my cock with one hand and fondling my balls with the other. Well, it started with Uncle Harry's videos of my mom and my sister. I tell her, while she deftly moves from hand job to blowjob. I lean back with my head on the back of the couch and eventually spill the whole story. I tell her about mom and how Nicole initially convinced me to reverse the suggestion. Then I tell her about Susan and how I used the transmitter to turn her teasing into a threesome with her roommate. 
God, that is so hot, Maggie says, taking a breath from my throbbing cock and looking me in the eye. So how did you get back to sleeping with your mom? She asks, as she resumes sucking my cock and teasing my balls. Nicole and I had a fight. Susan was back at school. I explain, while humping my ass off the couch, the tension in my balls building from Maggie's expertise and the reliving of all the sexual adventures I've had recently. I tell her about the progressive suggestions I gave mom and by the time I get to the threesome with Susan, I shoot my load into Maggie's warm mouth. I just lean back catching my breath, while she cleans me up with her talented tongue. God Maggie! That was awesome! I cry, as she continues to suck and lick my softening cock. Now it's your turn. I tell her, as I pull her up next to me, on the couch. Tell me about your experiences with Uncle Harry and the transmitter. I say, my hand gently caressing her closest breast through the sheer material of her robe. Harry was like part of the family. She sighs, I think more from her memory than me touching her breast. He was just always around and it was obvious that Frank was a problem when he'd been drinking. Harry was our salvation on more than one occasion. She confesses. Nicole and I even stayed over there a few times, to avoid Frank's rampage. I part her robe and start licking her large, dark areola, while my hand caresses her other tit. Well, you know, one thing led to another. She says, running her fingers through my hair as I suck on her hard, thick nipple. Consoling turned to passion and I was over there nearly every day while Frank was at work and Nicole was at school. She says, as I switch to her other tit and run my hand across her stomach. She scoots down on the couch a little, spreading her legs as my hand reaches her thick patch of black hair. Mmm. She says, as I nibble on her tit and comb my fingers through her curly, pubic hair. This was all before Harry had developed the transmitter. Harry was a marvelous lover and always wanted to try new things. She says, leaning her head back and closing her eyes. He told me all about his work and what he thought the transmitter could do. I naturally, volunteered to be his first subject. And you didn't know about anyone else? I ask, disbelievingly, as I very lightly touch the edges of her pussy lips, barely parting them with my finger. Oh! She gasps, spreading her legs wider, before she answers. I really didn't nick. That son of a bitch, if I had known what he was doing with Nicole, I'd have probably cut off his balls. I actually fantasized about leaving Frank and us becoming a decent family. Harry, Nicole, and I. What a laugh! She sits up, her anger having spoiled the mood. I'm sorry. I tell her honestly. I should have kept to more erotic topics. It's okay. She says, standing up and dropping her robe to the floor. I understand why you had to ask and besides, you can refresh my mood instantly with the transmitter. She smiles, straddling me on the couch and pressing her lips to mine. You are going to keep your promise, aren't you, Nick? Thunderous and explosive. I say, cupping my hands around her firm, round as cheeks and slipping my tongue into her mouth. Sitting on my thighs, her wet pussy is rubbing against my soft cock, while her tits are pressed firmly against my chest. Her thick, hard nipples feel incredible rubbing against my skin as she rocks back and forth. Are you ready? I ask, breaking the kiss and reaching for the transmitter. Yes. She says, moving off of me. Let's go into the bedroom, Nick. She says, pulling me to my feet. Do you mind if I videotape what happens while you have the transmitter on? She asks. Don't you trust me? I asked, smiling. It's not just that, but the thought had crossed my mind. She laughs. But I also want to see how you use it. She says, as we enter her room. A digital camcorder is sitting on a tripod, in the corner. You make movies often? I ask, teasingly. I set this up just for us. She snaps before realizing that I'm teasing her. Sorry, I'm just so nervous about doing this again, and excited, of course. Maggie. I say, turning her towards me, our naked bodies only inches apart. It's possible that you knew more or did more than you are allowed to remember. I say, my eyes searching hers for understanding. I've found, using the transmitter with Nicole and Mom, that they remember things they were told not to remember. I want to ask you some questions while we're doing this, okay? Okay she says, putting her hands on my hips and resting her head against my shoulder. I'm not sure I want to know it all, Nick, she says, as I pull her into a full embrace, my cock responding to her naked flesh pressing into mine. I know. I say, gently rubbing her back, while my hard cock tries to create more room for itself between our bodies. Whatever happened, you couldn't have done anything about it. I reassure her. 
And don't forget Thunderous and Explosive is waiting for you on the other side. I laugh. How could I forget that? She says, moving back to give my cock more room to expand. It's been a long time. She says, emphatically. Let's get started, shall we? She enthuses, climbing onto the bed, while I put the earbuds in my ears and tune in her frequency. Maggie. I say, pressing the button on the transmitter. Yes. She says in that irksome, monotone voice produced by the transmitter. Please answer all my questions in your regular voice with normal voice intonations, okay? I ask her knowing that everything I say will be okay, because she's submissive right now. Okay, Nick. She says cheerily. Let's start by you telling me everything Harry told you not to remember. I know this is broad, but I figure I can narrow down the questioning as we go. Well, he told me not to remember the suggestions he gave me about orgasms. She says, and then, after some thought she continues. And he told me that I would believe Nicole was going to his house every day to do homework, and would not be suspicious. She stops and thinks for a while. He told me not to remember a bunch of questions he asked me. What kind of questions? I ask, lying on the bed next to Maggie, taking the opportunity to check out her body, while she's oblivious to my scrutinizing gaze. Lying on her back, her massive tits pulled to the side causing her thick nipples and surrounding areolas to point in the 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock positions on her right and left breast, respectively. Questions like, have I ever cheated on Frank? Have I ever had sex with a woman? Do I masturbate? What are my wildest fantasies? Would I ever do a threesome with Nicole? Questions like that. She says, as I brush her bushy hair away from her pussy lips, to get a better look. Bend your knees and spread your legs, Maggie. I say, as I continue my inspection of her body. What are the answers to those questions, Maggie? I asked her, while positioning myself between her legs. I never cheated on Frank, except with Harry. I never had sex with a woman, although it sounds intriguing. I used to masturbate a lot, before Harry and I got together, but I don't now. My wildest fantasy is to be fucked by a well-hung black guy. And I think a threesome with Nicole would be a sick, perverted thing to do. She says, surprising me only with the fantasy. My thoughts turn immediately to Carl, Carolyn's husband and his huge, black cock. Let's go back to his suggestions about orgasms, Maggie. I say, as I peer into her slippery pussy, which I'm holding open with my fingers. What suggestions did Harry give you? Harry said that sex would be less and less satisfying with Frank, while it would become progressively more fulfilling with him. Eventually, my only orgasms would be when I had sex with him, and they would get progressively more intense every time we fucked. He also told me that I would never have an orgasm while I was fucking him in the ass. I would only have them when he ate my pussy or fucked me in my pussy or my ass. Wow. Uncle Harry really was a bastard. I wonder if this means Maggie hasn't had an orgasm since he died. Maggie, have you had an orgasm since Harry died? I ask her. No. She says quietly. That explains her behavior and why she's so intent on me using the transmitter on her. As I run my fingers through her unruly, thick pubic hair, I imagine what an impassioned lover she must have been for Uncle Harry, with her orgasms increasing in intensity every time they fucked. That's a great suggestion. I'm going to have to remember it. Maggie. I say, changing the direction of our questioning. What was your reaction when I told you I'm fucking my mother and my sister? She takes a little time before answering. I think incest is sick and perverted. She says thoughtfully. But the way you explained it made it seem so erotic that it made me wet. Does it affect your answer about a threesome with Nicole? I ask, not really interested in doing one, just wanting to know her answer. No. She says abruptly. That doesn't interest me at all. How about a threesome with me and my mom? I ask, remembering that I haven't asked her about the dressing room incident. That might be interesting. She says slowly. Although I think my first time with a woman should be just the two of us. She answers, more confidently. Does my mom interest you in that way? I ask, imagining her pumping her strap-on into my mom's hot pussy. More than any woman I've met, your mom exudes a sexual energy that I think would be contagious in a situation like that. She says. But I could never initiate that. Interesting. Mom would, of course, have no trouble at all initiating sex with a woman. I decide to stop the transmitter session and discuss what I've learned with Maggie before I give her any post-transmission suggestions. My exploration of her body has gotten my cock rock hard, and I'd like nothing better than to give her an explosive orgasm, but I think she needs to know about the suggestion that Uncle Harry gave her about Frank first. I turn off the transmitter.
Did you do it? She asks, looking at her watch. Oh, wow. You did. She says, surprised by how much time has passed. Jumping off the bed, she grabs the video camera and, still completely naked, heads into the living room. Let's watch it. She calls back over her shoulder. Let's talk first, Maggie. I say, watching her hook the camera to the TV as I enter the living room. Why? She asks, turning to me. What's wrong? She asks, panic creeping into her voice. I knew about Nicole, didn't I? We did stuff together, didn't we? Oh God. What kind of perverted mother am I? She cries, burying her head in her hands, leaving wires dangling from the video camera. No. Maggie. Look at me. I say, pulling her hands away from her face and lifting her chin. Nothing like that. I tell her. I'm sorry if I scared you. I just want to talk about some of the questions I asked you while you were under. Really? She asks sheepishly. I guess I feel a little more guilt from my relationship with Harry than I thought. She says, trying to smile as she wipes away the tears. Look at me. Standing here, bare-ass naked in my living room with my daughter's ex-boyfriend. She runs out of steam, before continuing and I enfold her in a comforting embrace. Maggie. I say, kissing the top of her head. You're a wonderful mother, who held her family together, while surviving an abusive relationship. You have every right to satisfy your sexual urges and I think after you see the tape, you'll realize how little of it you could control. Okay. She says, as she resumes connecting video cables. I thought I'd wake up to raw sex and an explosive orgasm. She says, sniffling. You promised. She says and I can't tell if she's seriously accusing me or just trying to shift gears. I'll keep my promise. I say, sincerely. But I think there are a couple of things you need to know first. You might change your mind. I doubt it. She says, emphatically. You don't know how long I've been waiting for it. Maggie, on the video, you'll also see me checking out your naked body. I hope you're not offended. I forgot you were videoing us. I add, just before she starts the video. Hopefully, I'll be flattered. She says, hitting the play button and sitting down on the couch, staring intently at the TV. I sit beside and we watch the three-minute video in silence. When it's over, I wait for her to speak first. Did you see everything you wanted to? She asks, smiling at my hard cock. Watching myself explore her body was even more erotic than doing it the first time. Pretty much. I say. I love your body. I assure her. Your tits are amazing. I love your thick nipples and I've never seen so much pubic hair. I tell her. Yeah, I'm not sure if I should trim it. She says, looking down at her unruly black curls. Harry liked it like this. She says quietly. Maybe that's reason enough to cut it. Is your mom's trimmed? She asks. It was trimmed into a neat triangle. I answer, knowing that we're purposely avoiding the main content of the video. But my sister waxes it for her now, and it's completely hairless. Really? She says, sitting up. Now, I really do want to see it. She says. You were concerned about how Harry set me up to have pleasure only with him, weren't you? She asks. Yeah. I answer. I thought you'd want to know that, and why sex with Frank was so unsatisfying before we took this any farther. I tell her. You're a good kid, Nick. She says, wrapping her hand around my still rigid cock. Maybe too good for me, because I still want you to give me a thunderous and explosive fuck. She says, absently stroking her hand up and down my cock. Hey, a promise is a promise. I say. I just wanted you to know, and help me figure out the right post-transmission suggestion to give you. I tell her, leaning back so she has better access to my cock. I mean, I could undo Harry's suggestion and suggest that all your orgasms are thunderous and explosive. Who knows, maybe if I just undo Harry's suggestion, you'll have thunderous and explosive orgasms all the time. Just get me one right now. She says, pulling me up by my hand and leading me into the bedroom. You heard me on the video. Six fucking months, Nick. No orgasm for half a fucking year. She laughs, not because it's funny, but because she knows the draft is about to end.i in the bedroom. Maggie lies down on the bed, while I put the earbuds in my ears and push the button. Maggie. I begin. You will have completely normal, natural reaction to all sexual stimulation, regardless of the source. You will achieve orgasms just as natural as you did before you ever met Harry. Just for tonight, you will react naturally and normally to my oral stimulation of your pussy including achieving orgasm. 
When I'm fucking you, you will achieve the most thunderous and explosive orgasm you have ever experienced. I'm about ready to turn off the transmitter, when I remember one more thing. You will also be receptive if my mom makes any sexual advances. I turn off the transmitter and lay it on the dresser. I don't feel any different, Maggie says, smiling at me as I crawl up between her legs. You will. I promise. Beginning with the inside of her ankle, I begin planting kisses up the inside of her leg. I move my lips slowly, using my hands to gently caress her flesh around where I'm kissing. When I get to her knee, I shift to the other leg, starting back at the ankle. I'm getting a little anxious up here, Nick, Maggie says. I'm already wet. I don't need a lot of foreplay. You've waited six months, Maggie. I tell her, continuing to kiss the inside of her knee. Relax and enjoy the attention. I promise it'll be worth it. I answer, as I start to kiss and lick the inside of her left thigh. When I get almost to the top of her thigh, I again switch to the other leg and start over on the inside of her knee. Mmm. Yeah. Maggie sighs as my lips get close to the top of her thigh. As I lick the crevice between her leg and her torso, I comb my hand through her long, curly pubic hair, caressing her mound. Finally, I lightly touch the edge of her pussy lips with my tongue. She is moist and I savor my first taste of her juices as I run my tongue along the outside of her labia. Okay. Maggie sighs. Now we're getting somewhere. Licking all around her pussy, while still caressing her hairy mound, I finally suck one of her pussy lips into my mouth. Breathing through my nose as I suck on her pussy, her sexual aroma intoxicates me, and my cock reacts accordingly. Oh! Maggie moans, spreading her legs wider and trying to get my tongue into her gaping hole. After sucking her other lip into my mouth and nibbling it for a few minutes, I spread my tongue as wide as possible and lick from the bottom of her pussy lips to the top, flattening her lips open as I go. Fuck yes! Maggie cries as I stiffen my tongue and plunge it into her slippery hole. Her hips push off the bed, sucking more of my tongue into her inflamed pussy. I tongue-fuck her as long as I can, and then replace my tongue with two fingers, as I move my mouth up to her clit. Oh my god! Maggie screams as I wrap my mouth around her clit and lightly flick my tongue against it. Still massaging the inside of her pussy with my fingers, I turn my hand palm upward and stroke the inside of her pussy walls with my fingers. Sucking her clit and massaging her inner pussy walls has her thrashing around on the bed. Bucking her pussy against my mouth and my fingers dot I keep at it until her body stiffens, and she thrusts up one last time, clamping her legs tightly around my head. Oh fuck. 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 Maggie yells over and over as her orgasm jerks her body wildly around on the bed. Her legs loosen their grip on my head and I remove my fingers, while I lap up Maggie's sweet juice. It's as thick as cream and I could eat it all night, never tiring of the taste or the aroma. Maggie has collapsed back on the bed, her legs relaxed and splayed open, giving me unimpaired access to her steamy pussy. I continue to lap up her thick cream, licking her ass cheeks where her juice is running down. I lick all around her soggy pussy, before coming back to her sensitive lips. Brushing my tongue lightly across them, I pull a few stray hairs from my mouth, as I await her reaction. She opens her legs wider and bends her knees, welcoming my tongue back in for a second helping. I don't disappoint her, eating her saturated pussy, sucking her clit and finger-fucking her through another powerful orgasm. Oh. Oh. God. Maggie pants. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Oh. <sighs> she screams as she pulls my face more tightly against her pussy and squeezes her legs around my head. Her body is clenched in a spasmodic fit, as her second orgasm of the night, hell, of the fucking year, assaults her senses and she gushes her sweet juice all over my face. This time when she relaxes her legs, I only lap at her delicious nectar for a minute or two before kissing my way up her body. I stop at her breasts, licking around the sides, sucking her nipples into my mouth, while I maneuver my cock into position. When my kisses reach her neck, my cock is poised at the entrance to her pleasure center. Raising myself up, I lock eyes with her, watching her reaction, as I glide my shaft inside her slick, velvety chasm. Oh. Maggie moans, as my hard cock easily penetrates her slippery pussy. Holy fuck. Her pussy is on fire, and it engulfs my throbbing cock, as I plunge deeper into her sizzling tunnel. When I bottom out, with my balls slapping her ass cheeks and my pelvic bone crushing her clit, I close my eyes and lower my mouth to hers. Without preamble, we start moving as one, grinding and pumping, pistoning in and out. 
My steel rod crushes her velvety walls, displacing her frothy cream and forcing it around my shaft, lubricating its next descent. The friction builds against her slick, hot pussy walls, as she arches her back and grinds her clit against my pelvic bone. Faster and faster, I keep pounding. Her nails dig into my ass cheeks, urging me to pummel her harder, and break through the intangible barrier that holds back her release. Oh fuck Nick. Maggie yells. I'm getting, so fucking, close. You feel, so goddamn, good. Her breath is coming in gasps, as her hips buck wildly off the bed. She's clawing at my ass and my lower back, pulling her shoulders up off the bed, as she starts to jerk and spasm uncontrollably. Orfurf. Maggie bellows, as she clenches her pussy muscles around my hard cock and sinks her teeth into my shoulder. Shaking and quivering, she rides out the explosive orgasm, taking me along with her, as I shoot my heavy low deep within her pulsating pussy. She continues to quiver through the aftershocks of her orgasm, as we gasp for breath and our sweat-soaked chests heave against each other. Finally, our bodies are motionless, depleted for the moment, but still connected, with the promise of more to come. Explosive? I ask, brushing the matted hair from her forehead. Em, thunderous. She sighs, wiggling her hips and sloshing my spent cock around in her soggy pussy. Thank you, Nick. She says, kissing my lips tenderly. You don't know how much I needed that. You not only needed it, Maggie. I say, returning her kiss. You deserved it. Thank you. She whispers. As we lay together in post-coital bliss, she returns to earlier topics. Nick, what really happened between you and Nicole? She asks. Like I told you, Maggie. I answer. Mostly it was distance. But it was also the transmitter. I used it to direct and control Nicole, learning, too late I guess, that controlling another person is not a good basis for a healthy relationship. It doesn't grow and develop. It becomes boring. You are definitely not your Uncle Harry. She says, smiling at me. So, what else did you tell me when you had the transmitter on? She asks, raising her eyebrows. I just undid the control that Uncle Harry put on your orgasms. I told you to have normal and natural sexual reactions, except tonight when I fucked you, you'd have the most explosive and thunderous orgasm ever. I say, smiling at her. Did I do okay? You did wonderfully. She says, rocking her body against mine and pushing her tongue into my mouth. My cock recovers enough for us to start moving again. This time is less urgent, but no less tumultuous, as the tension builds longer and our ultimate release is even stronger than before. We both finally collapse, exhausted and spent out I wake up wondering where I am and then realize I'm lying on top of Maggie, with my cock still inside her pussy. The clock says, 12.30am and I panic, unsure when Nicole or Frank are due home. Gently disengaging myself from Maggie, I crawl off the foot of the bed as she rolls over, pulling the sheet around her, grabbing the transmitter, I go into the living room to get my clothes. Just as I finish getting dressed, a key is inserted into the front door. Fuck. I duck into the kitchen, as Nicole and her date come in the front door. S-H-H-H-H. Nicole says. Get us a couple of cokes, while I check on my mom and dad. Nicole says, walking down the hall. Fuck. I duck into the laundry room, out of sight of her date, as he comes into the kitchen, grabbing the cokes from the fridge. The laundry room leads into the garage, and there's a back door off the kitchen, but it's locked and chained. I'm sure I'd make too much noise trying to get it open. I'm reviewing my options, as Nicole comes back into the living room and sits down next to her date, turning off all the lights except one. God, Nicole. He whispers. I can't believe you actually did that in the car. I almost hit a fucking tree. He adds. I can guess what he's talking about, and I smile at the memory of Nicole and I in that exact situation. After all those points you scored, it was the least I could do. Nicole whispers, giggling, and I hear the rustling of clothing and the unmistakable sound of heavy petting. So Nicole's boyfriend is a jock? Who would have guessed? Mmm, Bobby. Nicole moans softly, as I creep into the kitchen to see what's going on, staying in the shadows, so I won't be seen. Nicole has her panties off, her skirt pulled up to her waist, and her legs spread, inviting Bobby to partake of her delicacies. The lamp casts a dull glow on her glistening pussy and I can't help but contrast her fuzzy brown triangle with her mother's thicker black bush. Are you sure your parents are asleep? Bobby asks, kneeling on the floor in front of her. My mom's asleep, but my dad's not home. Nicole answers. We'll have to watch for his headlights. Jesus, Nicole. Bobby says. 
You want to do this in your living room when your dad could walk in any minute? He asks, leaning back and looking at her. You're the jock, Bobby. She teases, spreading her legs wider, and teasing her pussy lips open with her finger. I'll watch out for my dad, while you show me how you score. She teases, bringing her wet finger to his lips and killing any resistance he may have had left. I've never watched anyone fuck before, well, at least, not in a voyeuristic way, when they didn't know I was watching. God damn, why am I arguing? Bobby asks. Any guy would kill to be where I am, he says, burying his head between her legs. I watch him lick and suck on Nicole's pussy, with just a little pang of jealousy, wishing I could be lapping up her delicious cream. My cock is rock hard by the time Nicole clamps her legs around Bobby's head and her juices are running down his chin. Oh fuck, she whispers, relaxing her legs and leaning her head back. I can smell her from here and the familiar aroma takes me back to the last time her and I fucked. She rode me like a wild woman on Uncle Harry's bed. I'm rubbing my cock through my shorts as I watch her pull Bobby's pants down to his ankles, push him down on the couch and mount his hard cock. It's kind of weird, watching Nicole fuck someone else, but they seem so right together. Bouncing up and down on Bobby's cock, she kisses him passionately, while he slides his hands up under her blouse. He has great endurance, or the blowjob in the car took the edge off, because I count at least two orgasms for Nicole by the time he shoots his load. Oh fuck! Nicole! He breathes, pushing his legs out straight, as he squeezes her ass cheeks, keeping her firmly mounted on his cock. Raising himself up on his heels, he thrusts up into her as his body spasms and jerks against her pussy. I love you, Bobby. Nicole says, as their mutual orgasms subside and they catch their breath. I love you too, Nicole. He breathes. I just don't know what I ever did to deserve you. He kisses her, while rocking her gently on his spent cock. My cock is aching and I just want to get out of here. Bobby finally leaves, and I'm getting ready to go, when I remember the video camera. I go into the living room and erase the three-minute video that Maggie and I made earlier. What are you doing here? Nicole asks, from the hallway, as I'm opening the front door to leave. I figured she'd be asleep by now, in a post-orgasmic stupor. I, uh, wanted to see how you're doing. I say, not very convincingly. So you're, what, sneaking out of my house in the middle of the night? She asks, walking towards me. I suddenly realize that she only has on a flimsy spaghetti strap nighty and bikini panties. She looks great with her nipples pushing out the material as it stretches across her firm, little tits. She's standing with her hands on her hips, waiting for an explanation, while I consider whether to use the transmitter. I saw your boyfriend leave. I say, trying to sound convincing. And I thought I'd just pop in and say hi. The front door was open, but once I got in, I realized that you must have already gone to bed, so I was leaving. I'm staring at her barely covered body, while she's looking at something entirely different on the floor behind the couch. Oh fuck. It's Maggie's robe. Picking up the robe and stepping closer to me, she sees that my shoes are untied and my clothes aren't exactly aligned. You've been fucking my mother, haven't you? She says, her eyes wide and her mouth gaping open. You aren't satisfied fucking your own family. You come in here and fuck mine. She's pounding her fists against my chest and tears are streaming down her cheeks. You used the transmitter on my mother, didn't you, Nick? She yells. Didn't you? Use the transmitter, Nick. Maggie's voice comes from behind Nicole. Use the fucking transmitter before Frank comes home. Maggie has walked into the living room, stark naked. She takes the robe from Nicole and slips her arms into it. Mother? Nicole says, turning and looking incredulously at her mother. Nick! Maggie shouts, as she turns towards Nicole. Now, baby, it's not like what you think at all. I'm tuning the transmitter with shaky hands, putting the earbuds in my ears. Nicole turns around and tries to pull it away from me, but Maggie grabs her arms. Nicole struggles and Maggie's huge tits bounce around as she tries to control her daughter. I push the button and Nicole stops struggling. Now what? I ask Maggie, as she releases Nicole's arms, her face flush and her tits still heaving. Now we just back her up, to just before she saw you. She says, matter-of-factly, not bothering to close the robe. Tell her that whatever woke her up, must have been in a dream. There is no one in the living room. Then, push the button again as you leave. Maggie says, shaking her head wearily. I'm sorry, Nick. Maggie apologizes. I never should have fallen asleep. I'm surprised Nicole didn't invite Bobby in for a little while. She says quietly. 
probably realized her dad would be home any minute. I was just leaving as they got home. I tell her. I had to hide in the kitchen until he left. Then I remembered the video and decided to erase it before I left. I say, pointing to the video camera, still hooked up to the TV. I was at the front door, when Nicole walked out from her bedroom. Oh fuck. Maggie says, staring at the video camera. I can't believe I was so careless with everything. She says, indicating her robe and the camera. Nicole is standing still, her eyes glazed over, staring at nothing. Just take care of it, Nick. She says, impatiently. We'll be much more careful in the future. She smiles coyly at me. Thank God for the transmitter. This could have been a real mess. She adds that I give Nicole the suggestion, and then turn to kiss Maggie goodnight. As I press my lips to hers, she opens her mouth. We end up with our tongues entwined, my hand squeezing her bare breast, and her hand rubbing my hard cock through my shorts. You'd better go, Nick. Maggie pants, as she pulls her head back, but doesn't let go of my cock. Can you come over tomorrow? She asks, running her palm up and down my cock and pressing her thumb against my cock head. Tell me what time and I'll be here. I whisper, while dry humping my cock against her hand. I'll call you, or stop by, when everyone's gone. She says, breathlessly. I walk out the door as Maggie retreats into the hallway, leaving Nicole alone in the living room when I shut off the transmitter. I sneak across their front lawn, heading for Uncle Harry's house, when Frank pulls in the driveway. Ducking behind some shrubbery, I stay perfectly still until he's in the house, and I can breathe again. On the short walk home, I can't get the image of Nicole and Maggie, mother and daughter, both nearly naked in their living room, out of my mind. My cock is rock hard by the time I shed my clothes, grab the transmitter and crawl into bed beside mom. Dialing mom's frequency and pushing the button, I give her a post-transmission suggestion that she will wake up horny when I turn the transmitter off. Nick. Mom whispers. Are you awake? She's rolling over and pressing her naked body against mine. Mom? I answer, trying to sound sleepy. What's wrong? I ask, innocently, lying on my back with mom cuddled up next to me. Nothing's wrong, sweetheart. Mom says, her hand lightly massaging my chest as she drapes one leg over me. Have you been dreaming about me? Mom teases, when her thigh brushes against my hard cock. Must have been. I answer, turning towards her and pulling her into a full frontal embrace. Her tits are crushed against my chest as my cock moves against her pussy mound. Fuck me, Nick. Mom says, turning onto her back and spreading her legs. I slide my body over hers as she pulls her knees up and pushes her legs wide open. I hook my arms behind her knees and pull her legs farther up, nearly bending her in half. With her knees pushed against her tits, I lean up to enjoy the sight of my mother's hairless pussy. Her pussy lips are sticking straight up, flanked by her round-ass cheeks. She looks sexy as hell like this, and using my hand to bend my cock into her opening, I slide it down into her slick, anxious hole. Oh yeah! Nikki! Mom coos as my cock bottoms out in her fiery pussy, and my balls slap against her ass cheeks. Fuck me hard! She yells as I start pumping my throbbing cock in and out of her wet pussy. This is one of my mom's favorite positions because she has the least control. I'm holding her legs, so she can't clamp them around me when she comes, so I end up fucking her through several orgasms, before I come. Fuck! Oh my god! Mom is pushing her hands against the headboard, gritting her teeth and thrashing her head back and forth, as I pummel her soggy pussy. Finally, just as another orgasm rips through mom, and images of Nicole and Maggie flood my brain, I slam down hard, erupting inside my mother's hungry pussy. Releasing her legs, I collapse onto her cushy tits, as she brings her feet back down on the bed. Our bodies, slick with sweat, mold together, as I push my tongue into her mouth and we kiss passionately. No outside images intrude on this moment with mom and for this instant there is nowhere I would rather be. I love you. I whisper, brushing my lips across her cheek and down to her neck. I love you too, Nick. She sighs. Thanks for waking up and taking care of your horny mother. She laughs. The pleasure is all mine. I say, kissing just below her earlobe. That's what you think. She counters, squeezing my ass and grinding her pussy against my spent cock. The next morning, mom wakes me up as she's leaving to visit the lawyer. I'll probably be home before lunchtime. She says, kissing me on the cheek. Thanks again for last night. She whispers, rubbing my ass through the sheet. I'll see you later. Take your time. I tell her. There are a few people I want to see this afternoon. I say, turning onto my back, 
pulling the sheet off and exposing my morning heart on. I'll need the car when you get home, but I'll be home for dinner. I say, as mom bends over the bed and plants a big sloppy kiss on the tip of my cock. My cock responds with a jump and mom trails her tongue down the length of it and kisses my balls. Mmm. That's nice. I say, spreading my legs, as mom stands back up. Sorry, I can't be late for the lawyer. She smiles, apologetically. I'll make up for it tonight. She says, hurrying out of the bedroom. I love you, Nick. Have a great day. She calls from the front door. I hit the shower, and I'm toweling off as the doorbell rings. I figure it's Maggie, so I don't bother getting dressed. Looking through the peephole, I confirm it's her and stand behind the door as I open it. She wearing her trademark halter top and shorts outfit, this one in shades of blue. She looks terrific and my smile is instantaneous. She's already smiling, but it widens considerably when she sees I'm naked and already sporting a significant hard-on. Wow. You always answer the door like this. She asks, reaching for my hard cock, as I close the door behind her. Only for women I know well enough. I smile, pulling her into an embrace. I untie her halter top, while my tongue probes her mouth. She's stroking my cock, as I pull the material from between us, and crush her soft tits against my bare chest. God, you feel good. I breathe, as my hands cup her ass cheeks through her tight shorts. So do you. She whispers, squeezing my hard cock for emphasis. We're still in the entryway and I've got my back up against the wall, as we continue grinding our bodies together. Her mouth finds mine and we are writhing against each other, with our tongues entwined. Nick! Maggie sighs, pushing back away from me so she can undo her shorts. I feel like I could come, just kissing you. She pants, pulling down her shorts and her bikini panties together, and kicking them away. Take me to bed, Nick! She cries, pulling me towards her and grinding her bushy mound against my hard cock, as her tits press into my chest. Gripping her ass cheeks, I dry hump her hairy mound, while plunging my tongue back into her sultry mouth. Breaking the kiss, Maggie grabs my hands and pulls me down the hall. Maggie is facing me and walking backwards down the hall, excitement beaming from her face. You've awakened me, Nick, she says, almost giddily. Last night, Frank came home right after you left. She continues. I was still in my sheer robe, so he naturally assumed I had waited up for him. She smiles, shrugging. What the hell, I thought. I felt alive and energized from my orgasms with you, so I played along. We've reached the bedroom and Maggie sits on the bed, pulling me towards her. Frank was his normal tender and loving self. She continues, while licking around the head of my cock and nibbling on the underside of it. And I came like a fucking geyser. She announces before sucking the head of my cock into her mouth. That's fantastic, Maggie. I say, humping my hard cock between her lips and twisting my fingers through her hair. Thank you, Nick. She says softly, looking up at me, while her hands stroke my cock and balls. You've made me feel like a whole woman again. She smiles, scooting to the middle of the bed and lying back. What do you want to do with me today, Nick? She asks, clearly giving me permission to do whatever I want. Before I can answer, she spots something on the ceiling and sits up, her ample tits bouncing wonderfully against her chest. Have you found the toys? She asks, getting off the far side of the bed and bending down. What toys? I ask, following her around the bed and looking over her shoulder, as she pulls open a drawer that Mom and I had missed. The drawer is filled with all sorts of sex toys that I had only seen on websites. Dildos, vibrators, but plugs, cock rings, leather cuffs and a pole with chains attached. These toys! she says, looking over her shoulder at me, as she picks up a double-sided dildo. This is the one I used to fuck Harry with, she says, showing it to me. This was better than the first one he bought. See this part here? She points to a curved piece of rubber about six inches long. This end goes in my pussy with this little piece on top putting pressure against my clit, she says, showing me each piece. The other end is about eight inches long and cock-shaped. The first one was just a harness and a cock, with nothing for me, she says, tossing it back into the drawer. What's the pull for? I ask figuring I could guess at the rest of this stuff. That, my young friend, is what we're going to do today, she says, pulling it from the drawer. Stand up on the bed, Maggie says, pointing up to the ceiling. See those two round plastic things in the ceiling? I had barely noticed them, but now that I was standing on the bed, I could see them clearly. They were three inches around and about three feet apart, painted to blend in with the color of the ceiling. 
Push against one side of the circle. Maggie instructs me. It swivels up when I push on it, revealing a metal eyebolt behind it. Push the other one, Nick. Maggie says excitedly. Now snap these hooks into those eyebolts. She says, handing me the three-foot pole with the chains. On the end of each chain is a clasp that I fasten into each eyebolt, creating a trapeze bar over the bed. What do you think? Maggie asks, as she pulls for leather, buckled cuffs from the drawer. How does it work? I ask, as Maggie starts fastening one of the cuffs around her ankle. I'm going to show you, Nick. She says, handing me one of the restraints. Put this on my other ankle. She says, lifting her foot onto the bed. I look at the cuff. It's about two inches wide, has soft padding on the inside and a belt buckle to close it tightly around her ankle. On the side opposite the belt buckle is a thick metal ring. As I fasten it, my eyes keep shifting to her exposed pussy, as she rests her foot on the bed. Her lips are barely visible through the tangle of curly black hair. Here, do my right hand, Maggie says, as she finishes fastening a cuff around her left hand and pulls her foot down to the floor. I never could do it with my left hand, she laughs. These cuffs are thinner than the ankle cuffs, maybe an inch and a half wide, with the metal ring on a strap that extends towards her hand. Now, you're in for the time of your life, Maggie says, jumping on the bed and positioning herself under the trapeze bar. Hook my ankle cuffs onto those clips at each end of the bar. Maggie instructs me, lying on her back with her feet up against the hanging bar. I clip the metal rings from the cuffs into the fasteners on each end of the bar. Now lift my shoulders and clip my wrists into these other clips. Maggie says, leaning up and reaching for the bar. I pull her up off the bed, one arm at a time, and fasten her wrists to the clips that are about eight inches from each end of the bar. Jesus Christ. Who knew that Nicole's mom was into kinky shit like this? My cock is rock solid as I stare at her, hanging about a foot over the bed, with her legs spread wide apart and her pussy gaping open. Now fuck me, Nick. Maggie smiles at me from between her legs. Her tits are right over her wet pussy and her erect nipples are hard to resist. I lean down and lick all around her areolas and then nibble on her hard nipples, sucking each one between my teeth and biting gently. Harder, Nick! Maggie cries. Bite my nipples harder, she says, reminding me of Miss Edwards. I bite harder on her right nipple, while pinching her left nipple between my thumb and index finger. Oh yeah! She moans as I switch my mouth to her other tit and bite down on her left nipple. Fuck me now, Nick! She pleads. I'm so fucking ready, she says. Looking down, I see that she's right. Her pussy is splayed open and dripping juice down her ass. I swing her back a little bit and move my knees forward on the bed. Positioning my throbbing cock between her wet pussy lips, I let go of her and she swings forward, impaling her pussy around my cock. Oh fuck. Maggie cries as her pussy lips hit the base of my cock and my balls slap against her ass. Now just swing me back and forth, Nick. Maggie directs me. You don't have to move at all, just pull me against you and push me away, as fast as you want. She pants. I slowly push her back, dragging her pussy lips along the length of my cock, until just my cock head is in her pussy. With my hands against her legs, I hold her there, teasing her as she pleads with her eyes for me to fuck her. Not knowing when I'll let go, is what makes it so exciting, isn't it? I ask, not waiting for an answer. It must be like being in the front car of a roller coaster, as it starts over the drop, and you just hang there not knowing exactly when the drop will come. I say, as I release her, and she glides back down my cock. Oh. Maggie sighs, as her pussy once again is filled with my throbbing cock. I repeat the excruciatingly slow swing back to the tip of my cock, and the hesitation before the drop, several more times, each one eliciting a longer moan from Maggie. This is fucking incredible. My cock is on fire, as I swing Maggie back and forth, along the length of it. Finally, when my cock can't take it anymore and Maggie's pussy is slick with her frothing cream, I pick up the rhythm. I swing her away and pull her back, increasing the pace every few strokes, urgently slamming her pussy down against me and jerking her away. I'm literally masturbating myself with her pussy. I am in complete control of the speed and intensity of the fuck, driven by Maggie's moans and pleads, and my own building tension in my balls. Oh fuck, I'm coming. Maggie yells as I, once again, slam her down around my cock. Keep swinging me, Nick. She pleads and I have no intention of stopping. I'm pretty close myself, as I frantically swing her back and forth against my cock. The chain rattles over her head, as I feel her pussy spasm. 
She can't clamp her legs together or do anything else to prevent me from continuing to mercilessly pummel her pussy right through her orgasm. Oh. 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 Fewer yuck. Maggie yells loud enough for the neighbors to hear. As she shivers and shakes, I finally stop the swing, holding it still against my body and shoot my low deep inside her quivering pussy. I squeeze her tightly against me, as my cock involuntarily spurts several more quick loads. Letting go of her legs, I grab the chain to support myself. Wow. I say, ginning at Maggie's smiling face, her eyes dancing with delight, and her face flushed from her orgasm. Wow yourself, she says teasingly. I thought you would like it. She smiles. God, it's been so long since I've done any of this. Unhook me, Nick. I can't hang like this forever, she says as I pull my spent cock from her dripping hole and move around behind her to unhook her wrists. I gently lower her shoulders to the bed and then move back around the other side to unhook her wrists. God, Maggie, I say as I look at her in this new position. This position would be perfect for fucking your ass. I say, laying my hand on her hairy pussy and smearing the mixture of my cum and her pussy juice around her soggy lips and down to her asshole. Her feet are still attached to the ends of the trapeze bar, spreading them about three feet apart. With her shoulders on the bed, her pussy is facing more towards the ceiling, and her asshole is about where her pussy was a minute ago.I in this position, nothing is dripping from her pussy. I push two fingers inside and scoop out a thick gob, smearing it all around her asshole and pushing it inside with my middle finger. Oh yeah! Maggie says, her head back and her eyes closed as I begin to fingerfuck her ass. Using my other hand to continue scooping lubricant from her pussy, I push it into her ass, swirling it around with my finger. Use two fingers, Nick. Maggie instructs me. Stretch me out so your cock will fit, she says without opening her eyes. I do as she says, and push my index finger in alongside my middle finger. My cock is recovering rapidly from the sight of Maggie, hanging upside down, spread eagle, with one of my hands in her ass and the other in her pussy. Three fingers, Nick. Maggie whispers as her hands grip the bedspread. I pull my hand back and try to fit my ring finger in her ass along with my other two fingers. Keep playing with my pussy too, she says, almost breathless. I had stopped rubbing my hand across her pussy lips, as I concentrated on getting three fingers inside her ass. I keep globbing more creamy lubricant onto my fingers, as I corkscrew them into her ass. With three fingers in her tight asshole, I start pissing them in and out, finger-fucking her ass. I simultaneously press her pussy lips flat with the palm of my hand, swirling it, in a circular motion, over her clit and labia, matting down all the hair around pussy. Oh God, Nick! Maggie moans, as she opens her eyes and looks lustfully at me. Now put your cock in there. I'm ready for you to fuck my ass. She says confidently. I extract my fingers and position my fully recovered cock against her puckered asshole. Slide it around on my pussy first for lubricant. Maggie says, and I lay my hard cock between her soggy pussy lips and slide it up and down her wide open slit. Oh. Maggie gasps, as I fuck my cock against her pussy, and it glides up across her clit. I pull my slick cock back to her other hole and begin to ease it inside. With her shoulders on the bed, the swing doesn't move as my cockhead slips inside her tight ass. Okay? I ask, before going any farther. Yeah, give me a second, before you push any more though. Maggie says, as she concentrates on relaxing her sphincter. Okay now, Nick. Maggie says. Keep going. I push my cock a couple more inches and then pull back slightly, working it into her asshole. Using my hands to keep her ass cheeks pulled apart, I keep working at it, a little at a time, until my entire shaft is buried inside her snug asshole.asi pause, waiting for her to get used to my cock. I look down at the most amazing sight I've ever seen. With her ass cheeks pushed up against my stomach and her legs still stretched to the end of the bar, her wide-open pussy is staring at me from just below my belly button. I reach down and run my thumb up and down her soggy pussy lips, before slipping it inside and gripping her mound with my hand. As I start to move my cock in and out of her ass, I feel like a bronco rider, holding onto his saddle horn. With my thumb in her pussy and my palm against her mound, her clit is cradled between my thumb and my palm as I rock back and forth. Oh fuck! Nick, that feels so fucking good! Maggie cries as she hangs upside down, watching me fuck her tight ass, with a steady, unhurried rhythm. 
as I pick up the pace in her ass, my hand on her pussy rocks faster, too. My hand is like a rocker arm across her clit. As my thumb slides into her soggy pussy, my palm slides along her mound. Then it reverses and my thumb pulls out, as my palm pushes against her mound. Oh yeah? Your cock feels good in my ass, Nick. Maggie moans. But what you're doing to my pussy is setting it on fire. She cries, trying in vain to buck her hips against my hand. In the position she's in, she has to just lie there and be fucked. I'm getting close again, and I pick up the rhythm in both her ass and her pussy, trying to get her there at the same time. Oh, it's building again, Nick! Maggie yells. Keep going! Keep going! She pants, pushing up off the bed to thrust against me. I'm pounding into her ass, now, as I roughly thumb fuck her pussy rubbing my palm across her engorged clit. It's so fucking close! Maggie gasps. This one will be explosive! She cries. With her head off the bed, her shoulders tense and her hands digging into the bedspread, she starts convulsing violently as her orgasm literally explodes through her body. She clenches her ass muscles, just as I shoot another load of cum into her, this one into her compact asshole. Maggie is still thrashing around, her head turning from side to side, as I continue to thumb fuck her through the afterquakes of her orgasm. As soon as she relaxes, I pull my cock from her asshole and unhook her ankles from the bar. Her legs fall limply on the bed and I lie down on top of her sweat-soaked body, pushing my lips against hers. She opens her mouth and sucks my tongue inside. As I settle comfortably onto her large, soft breasts. Asr breathing returns to normal. I lay my head on her rising and falling breast, enjoying the feel of her nipple against my cheek. Pulling her other tit closer to my face, I gently suck its thick nipple into my mouth. Very nice. Maggie says, combing her fingers through my hair, as I suckle at her tit. What time will your mom be home? Maggie asks, while cradling my head against her breast. I can feel the leather cuff against the back of my neck. I'm not sure. I answer, disengaging my mouth from her nipple. She said before lunch. What time is it? I ask, turning my head to suck on her other nipple. Quarter to eleven, Maggie says. Let's disassemble this thing and take a shower, shall we? She asks. Sounds great, I answer, lazily pushing myself off of her and rolling onto my back on the bed. Then I have to go see my dad, I tell her. Yeah, you said something about using the transmitter on him, Maggie says, standing on the bed and unhooking the bar from the ceiling. God, I'm dripping everywhere, Maggie says, jumping off the bed and heading for the bathroom. I put the bar in the drawer and follow behind her. Help me get these off. Maggie says, standing in the shower, holding her wrists towards me. I unbuckle the wrist cuffs and then bend down and undo the ankle cuffs, while Maggie wipes the insides of her thigh with a washcloth. I take the cuffs into the bedroom and toss them in the drawer. Maggie has the shower started when I get back. So what's going on with your dad? Maggie asks, as we lather soap on each other's bodies. It's a long story. I answer with a sigh. I've got time. Maggie smiles, generously lathering soap on my cock and balls. Well, it seems mom and dad's divorce was never finalized, even though mom thought it was. I tell her, while sliding my soapy hands all over her melon-sized tits. Then, somehow Dad found out about Uncle Harry dying and that he left us quite a bit of money. I say, continuing to massage her tits, as my cock responds to Maggie's soapy strokes. Now his lawyer says he's legally entitled to half the money. That's why we're here, so Mom can discuss it with her lawyer. I say, pulling my cock from her hand and pressing my body against hers. That's where Mom is today. I continue, as her tits slither across my chest and my hard cock slips around on her hairy mound. I move my soapy hands to her back lathering her ass cheeks, as I push my tongue in her mouth. I just don't know how he even knew about Uncle Harry or his money. I say, breaking the kiss. Your dad knew Harry pretty well. Maggie says. I saw him here several times. What? I lean back to look at her face. When did you see dad here? Last year before Harry died, your dad was here at least once a month, if not more. Maggie says, turning around under the shower spray and rinsing the soap off. I think they had some kind of business arrangement, but I never knew what it was. Maggie says, stepping out of the shower. Get rinsed off, Nick. I don't want your mother to catch us like this. She smiles. Fuck. Uncle Harry and Dad. What could they have been doing? I rinse off and step from the shower just as Maggie is leaving the bathroom. I'm lost in thought, as I grab a towel to dry off, 
When I get to the living room, Maggie is dressed and sitting on the bar stool, drinking a Diet Coke. I help myself. I hope you don't mind. Maggie smiles at me, as I tug my shirt over my head. Not at all. I say, approaching her and kissing her lightly on the lips. You are an amazing woman, Maggie. I whisper, as she runs her hands up and down my sides. You're not bad yourself, she says, and we both jump, when we hear mom's key in the front door lock. Jesus, we cut that close, Maggie says, as I step around to the other side of the counter and get a Diet Coke for myself. Hi, mom. I yell from the kitchen, as mom walks through the door, a dour look on her face. I guess it didn't go so well, huh? I ask, as mom walks towards us. Hi, Maggie, mom says, looking between us. I suddenly realize that with our wet hair and glistening skin, we both look like we just stepped from the shower. No, it didn't go so well. Mom sighs, sitting on the bar stool next to Maggie. I came by to see what you were doing today, Maggie says. Nick said you'd be home pretty soon, so I waited, Maggie says, reaching out to gently touch Mom's shoulder. What happened? The lawyer says we're still married and by state law, Daryl's entitled to half of anything I inherit, Mom says dejectedly. I've got to get going, I tell them, as I kiss Mom on the cheek. Everything will be all right, Mom, I tell her, patting her thigh. You'll see. Okay, sweetie, Mom says, but not in a very convincing way. I wink at Maggie as I go into my room to grab the transmitter. I'll be back later, Mom. I say, as I walk through the living room grabbing the car keys. I'll call you if I can't make it back for dinner. Okay. Mom says, uncharacteristically not asking me where I'm going. Tried to cheer her up, will you Mrs. Devlin? I say to Maggie, with a mischievous grin on my face. I'll do my best. She says. See you later, Nick. My dad's office is about 45 minutes from Uncle Harry's house and I use the time to figure out how to approach him. I stop for gas about halfway there and hear my name called as I'm filling the tank. Nick! I turn towards the voice and smile broadly when I see Carolyn coming out of the convenience store. She looks delicious, in tight white shorts, a scoop neck top and flip-flops. Her large, chocolate-brown breasts are swelling over the top of her bra and my cock reacts accordingly. God! It's been ages! She says, hugging me and kissing my lips. Why haven't you ever called me? She says reproachfully, her tits pressing against my chest and her crotch cradling my heart on. It's good to see you! I say, squeezing her ass cheeks. This is the first time I've been back in the area since I saw you last. I answer. And I'm with my mom. I tell her. You poor baby. She says, looking back over her shoulder at the convenience store door. Wait until Carl sees you. She smiles. He asks about you all the time. She says teasingly. Yeah, he's probably not asking about me. I say. The last time we were together, Nicole, Carolyn, Carl and I had an exhausting, transmitter-induced sex orgy. Carl was quite smitten with Nicole's teenage body and her tight pussy. I tell Carolyn. How's everything with Carl's brother? I ask. I still don't know how you knew about that. She says, staring at me questioningly. But you were right to suggest we get together. She sighs. Carl didn't know I was fucking his brother, and I didn't know he was fucking his brother's wife. But once it was all out in the open, we've had some amazing times. We don't do it all together in one room, like we did with you. We just pair off with whomever we feel like fucking that day. Sometimes Carl stays at her house and his brother stays over with me all night. It's a very sweet arrangement. She says, squeezing my hard cock through my shorts. But I miss you, she says, faking a pouty lip. No one makes me come like you do, Nick, she says. Don't tell Carl. Hey, look who's here. Carl's voice booms across the gas pumps. How's it hanging, Nick? Carl says, while Carolyn continues to stroke my hard cock. Or should I ask Carolyn how it's hanging, since she seems to be all over it? He laughs. Great, Carl. I say, reaching my hand out, around Carolyn's back. Although it's obvious I should get down here more often. I laugh, as Carl shakes my hand, heartily. Yeah, Carl says. You and that sexy little girlfriend of yours. Carl says with a big wide grin. I've never had anything that tight around my cock before. No offense, babe. He says, patting Carolyn on the ass. I can't believe she took the whole thing. He laughs. Sorry to disappoint you, Carl, but we're not together anymore. I tell him, watching his grin fade. 
long distance just didn't work out for us. But I've met this other woman, whose fantasy is to be fucked by a large black cock. I've been thinking about giving you guys a call. If you're up for a party, I say. We are. Carolyn answers for them, as she drops her hand from my crotch. I'd better stop, or you're going to soil your pants. She says, laughing. What's she look like, Nick? Carl asks, hesitantly. She's a little older than you guys, in her thirties, with large tits and a firm, round ass. In fact, she's kind of a white version of Carolyn, except she doesn't quite have the ass Carolyn has. I say, squeezing her ass cheek for emphasis. But then who does? I laugh. Have you fucked her? He asks, looking at me skeptically. Yeah. I answer. And she is hot, man. I add. How does she compare to Carolyn? He asks, knowing he's putting me on the spot. Don't ask him stuff like that. Carolyn admonishes him. Especially not in front of the person you're asking about. She says, hitting him playfully. I answer him anyway. I've only fucked her a few times and she was adventurous and creative. I whisper, pretending that I'm not letting Carolyn hear. But nobody can control their pussy muscles like your wife, Carl. Carolyn smiles at both of us, and I promise to call them as soon as I can arrange something. Please call us, Nick. Carolyn says, squeezing my hard cock again before she sashays across the asphalt to their car. I arrive at my dad's office, with my dick still hard, and take the elevator to the fourth floor. I find the door that says Harrison and Associates and enter into a reception area. There is a reception desk and five visitor chairs, but no one is waiting. I've already got the earbuds in my ears, and I'm dialing the receptionist's frequency, as I walk up to her desk. I wait to push the button until I hear what she has to say. Hi. I'm Nick, Daryl's son, is he in? I ask, this incredibly gorgeous woman, sitting at the reception desk. She's wearing a button-up, wide-collared blouse, with the buttons undone to her bra clasp. Her perfect, round tits meet in the center of her chest and then curve seductively outward until they are embraced by her bra cups. I can't help but stare at the rise and fall of the curves as she breathes. Mr. Harrison is in a meeting, she says, looking up at me with the most beautiful eyes I have ever seen. They are slightly almond-shaped, giving her a Eurasian look, like some of the models in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Her skin is either olive-complected or she is deeply tanned. Her hair is pulled back from her face, accenting her beautiful skin tone and her full, sensuous lips. May I wait for him? I ask her politely, my eyes still blued to the front of her blouse. You can if you take a seat over there, so you won't keep looking down my blouse. She says, snottily. That's it. I push the button on the transmitter, and her eyes glaze over. What's your name? I ask her, always my first question, right? Danae. She says, in the ever-familiar monotone. Who's my dad meeting with, Danae? I ask her, leaning forward to get a better look at her perfect globes. A client. She says. Although he's probably fucking her by now, instead of just meeting. She volunteers. Why do you say that? I ask, as I undo two more buttons on her blouse and unfasten the front clasp of her brow, releasing her luscious tits. Her nipples are dark red, almost brown, surrounded by dark red areolas. If she's not olive-complected, she tans in the nude, because the dark skin completely covers her large, round tits. With her brow unfastened, her tits hang loose and I reach towards them with my hands. Because that's what he does, she says. Are you dark-complected, or do you tan all over? I ask her, hefting her soft tits in my hands. Both, she answers. I've got a dark complexion, but then I tend nude at the local salon, because Daryl likes me that way. She adds, forgetting the Mr. Harrison part. So, you're fucking Daryl? I ask. Oh, yes. She says. He's a magnificent lover and always makes me come like crazy. How do you feel about him fucking the clients? I ask. Does it make you jealous? No, it makes me work harder to please him. She says. I always try to be the most memorable fuck he gets. That way he'll keep fucking me. She explains. Okay, Danae. I'm going to go in there now and interrupt Daryl. I tell her. Is the door locked? I ask. No, Daryl never locks his door. She says. He doesn't have to because he has me to stop any visitors. Wait about ten minutes and then come in. Take off all your clothes and join us any way you wish. No matter how you involve yourself, you will have the most powerful orgasm you've ever had. Okay. 
she says, looking at her watch. I push the button on the transmitter and walk into my dad's office door. Dad is on the couch fucking a striking blonde, who's probably in her mid-twenties. What the fuck? My dad says, scrambling to pull out of the blonde bombshell. I dial his frequency and hit the button. Don't stop, dad, keep fucking her. I tell him and he plunges back into her, trying to pick up his rhythm, while she's struggling to squirm out from under him. Introduce me to your friend, dad. Nick, this is Janet. Dad says, matter-of-factly, while he tries to hold her down, so he can heed my suggestion to continue fucking her. Janet, this is my son, Nick. He says, pumping his cock into her as she struggles to get free. Daryl! What the fuck are you doing? The blonde yells. Get off of me! I don't fuck with an audience! She says, as I dial in her frequency and hit the button. Nice to meet you, Janet. I say. Don't stop fucking just yet. She immediately stops trying to squirm out from under my dad's body and starts bucking her ass off the couch in rhythm with him. I strip off my clothes and kneel on the cushion next to Janet's head, pointing my hard cock toward her face. Janet, you will suck my cock, giving me your best blowjob ever. I tell her, and she immediately opens her mouth, sucking my cock head between her lips. Your arousal will reach new heights. It will peak and stay there until I come. Once I come, you will immediately come, too, with the most explosive orgasm you've ever had. Feel free to ride it out for as long as it takes. I finish her instructions, savoring the feeling of her mouth around my hard cock. The tension has been building since Carolyn rubbed my cock at the gas station. Janet moves her hand from my dad's ass and wraps it around my hard cock, rapidly pumping me in and out of her mouth. Dad? I say, tuning in his frequency and pressing the button. You will continue to fuck Janet completely through her orgasm. When she finally settles down from her intense orgasm, your dick will just go limp. You will not be able to come, which will cause you considerable frustration. Just as I finish this last instruction, Danae comes into the office and starts taking her clothes off. I fondle Janet's generous tits, while watching Danae shed her clothes. She has a perfect body. If ever there was a tent, Danae is it. With her blouse and bra removed, her round tits stand out firmly from her chest. Her two areolas surround her thick nipples, which are sticking out about half an inch from her tits. I look at her smooth, flat stomach as she unzips her skirt and steps out of it. Her white thong barely covers her pussy, but it's obviously hairless. Probably something else Daryl likes. When she bends over to remove her thong, her luscious tits hang towards the floor and I pump harder into Janet's mouth, as I savor the sight. Danae, now completely naked, is walking towards the couch. Her entire body is tanned, including her porcelain smooth pussy mound. Fuck. I could shoot my load just looking at her. She looks like a goddess with her golden skin tone, Eurasian facial features, hairless pussy, and perfectly round tits. Danae stops about a foot from me, taking in the action on the couch. Daryl is frantically fucking Janet, while she is bucking her ass fervently against him and vigorously sucking my cock at the same time. MMMMFFFF. Janet moans around my hard cock, as her body stays at peak arousal level. I'm getting close and I'm wondering what Danae is going to do, to get in on the action. She steps towards me, probably by process of elimination. Daryl and Janet are thrashing around too much. Dane kneels on the floor behind me and starts licking my asshole. Fuck. 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 I spread my legs and her tongue stretches between them to lick my balls. Gripping my ass cheeks and using her hands to pry them apart, she swirls her tongue around my asshole, before plunging it inside. Oh yeah! I yell, pumping frantically into Janet's mouth, while Danae tongue fucks my ass. It shoves me over the top and I shoot a heavy buildup of cum into Janet's warm mouth. Per my instructions, this triggers Janet's explosive release and she convulses, spasmodically, bucking wildly against my dad's cock. I pull my cock from Janet's mouth, turn around and Danae sucks it into her mouth, applying her own unique brand of resuscitation to bring it back to life. Janet has collapsed back on the couch her tits swelling expansively with her heavy breaths. This is my first good look at her tits, and they are almost as perfect as Danae's. Janet's creamy white, lightly freckled globes, with thin, pink nipples and rose-colored areolas, are a stark contrast to Danae's golden-hued tits and thicker nipples that I can't decide what I want to do next. Danae has my cock nearly fully recovered, when I decide I'd like to see a girl-girl show. I tune in Janet and Danae's frequencies, one at a time, and give them each instructions to eat each other's pussies. I tell them that they are to maintain peak arousal, and work at making each other come, 
but neither can orgasm until I tell them they can. Then I tune in my dad's frequency and tell him to get dressed. So, Daryl, I say, as I watch the action on the couch. Janet is still lying on her back on the couch while Danae straddles her head. Lowering her pussy to Janet's mouth, Danae starts sucking on Janet's soggy pussy, in the classic 69 position. Janet enthusiastically attacks Danae's golden snatch, wrapping her arms around Danae's thighs and gripping her ass cheeks. My cock reacts immediately and I leave my dad hanging, while I watch for a few minutes. Based on the moans and the intense movement on the couch, they've reached their high levels of arousal very quickly. I reluctantly pull my eyes from the action and turn my attention to dad for a minute. What were you and Harry up to, dad? I ask him, while he's under the spell of the transmitter's signal. We were business partners. Dad answers, in a flat, monotone voice. I was the financial backer for his latest invention, the neurosubmission transmitter. I almost fall off my chair when I hear dad say this. The muffled moans from the couch are getting louder and more urgent. I turn my head and see Danae's ass humping arduously against Janet's mouth, while Janet is bucking her ass off the couch against Danae's face. I have trouble pulling my eyes away from Danae's sleek golden body, especially her smooth, round-ass cheeks. Tell me all about it, Dad. I say, my focus still on the two beauties on the couch. A couple of years ago, Harry called me with a business proposition. Dad says, without any voice inflection. He offered me the chance to use his prototype transmitter, if I would back the rest of his research. He knew that we represented models for most of the major agencies and offered me a demonstration of this device. He suggested I invite any model who I wanted to sign to my agency or one I just wanted to fuck. The action on the couch is almost drowning out our conversation. The moaning, even though burrowed in each other's pussy, is loud and intense. Janet is also spanking Danae's ass with loud smacks in an effort to make her come. He came over with this black box. Dad says, completely oblivious to the action on the couch. I had invited Danae to come to the meeting. She was the sexiest model I knew and was as icy as the North Pole. She's certainly the most sexual being I have ever seen, I think to myself, glancing at the couch. He turned on his transmitter while we were talking, hit a couple of buttons and she was completely under his control. Dad says flatly. He had her strip, displaying her magnificent body for us, and then give us each a blowjob. He made her lie on her back across my desk, and we fondled her tits and pussy while we negotiated our deal. I pretty much gave him whatever he wanted. What happened to the box? I ask, as Danae and Janet are clawing at each other's asses, and thrashing around on the couch, filling the room with loud slurping noises. I had better let them come fairly soon, or they might hurt themselves. It's right here in my desk drawer. Dad says, opening one of the drawers. Inside is a box with two buttons and two lights on top. How does it work? I ask, but before he can answer, I turn towards the couch. Janet and Danae, you can both orgasm now. Loud, muffled groans accompany the clenching of their legs around each other's head. Their bodies shake so violently that it propels them off the couch and onto the floor. Janet is now on top and they are still locked in a 69th style, thigh embrace. They quake and shiver through a succession of orgasmic tremors, finally collapsing in a heap on the floor, gasping for air. This button turns it on and this green indicator light glows to let you know it's working. Dad says, pointing. The transmitter scans through the entire spectrum of frequencies and when it finds the right one, this red light comes on. You then have three seconds to hit this button to lock in the frequency. The person is then under your control. It's the same principle as my transmitter, but not as easy to use or as portable. Harry set it up so that it never stops on my frequency and I can't accidentally use it on myself. Dad says. So what have you been doing with the transmitter, Dad? I ask, watching Janet and Danae catch their breaths. My eyes are drawn to Danae's golden orb swelling to the size of small melons as she breathes air into her lungs. My cock is rock solid from watching the show. I tune in Danae's frequency and tell her to come over and give me the best blowjob she's ever given. I'm still naked, sitting in a chair in front of my father's desk. I tune the transmitter back to Dad's frequency and push the button. Danae immediately sits up and then crawls on all fours across the floor towards my chair. She looks like a sleek cat, gracefully stalking its prey, and my eyes are drawn to her exquisite tits, swinging between her arms. I scoot forward in my chair, pointing my hard cock towards her face. I've been using it to make business deals. Dad answers me, just as Danae reaches my chair and wraps her slender hand around my hard cock. 
I conduct as much business as I can in my office, using the transmitter. That way I control the outcome, he says, paying no attention to Danae feeding my throbbing cock into her sultry mouth. I also interview clients here, and they will do anything I want, Dad says, while Danae slides her soft lips down the length of my rigid cock. Fuck. She has the head of my cock buried in her throat, as she locks her almond-shaped, brown eyes on mine. With a slight smile, she flicks her tongue along the underside of my cock, as she gradually pulls her lips back. How much money did you make last year? I ask my dad, panting, while Danae works my cock in and out of her warm mouth and teases my balls with her fingernails. Fuck. She not only looks like a goddess, she really knows her way around a blowjob. I feel the tension building in my balls, as I hump my cock into Danae's mouth. 3.5 million. Dad answers matter-of-factly. Most of it tax-free. Why tax-free? I ask, my jaw dropping open. 3.5 million. How does he make that much, and why does he need Uncle Harry's money? Christina and I also run a unique sort of escort business, with a client rooster that wishes to remain anonymous. He explains. So, we don't report their charges to the IRS. I remember Christina. She's the bimbo dad went with when he left mom. Why did you leave mom for Christina? I ask before I've had a chance to think about it. Danae is really working my cock, now. If I weren't distracted by my conversation with dad, I'd have come already. I didn't leave your mother. Dad answers, as Danae starts nibbling on the underside of my cock. She's sucking and biting the most sensitive spot on my cock, while rolling my balls between her fingers. She kicked me out because of all the cheating I did. I just went to Christina, so I wouldn't be alone, he says, as Danae again sucks the swollen head of my cock into her mouth, pumping furiously. I can't hold back any longer. I thrust forward, while grabbing Danae's hair and shoot my low deep into her mouth. I jerkily shoot several more spurts of cum into her mouth, and she swallows it all. Fuck. Danae rocks back onto her heels, licking cum from her lips, as she smiles at me. I am again entranced by her alluring body, especially her perfect tits. Her hard, thick nipples are pointing right at me, as she awaits further instruction. Why do you want mom to give you half of Uncle Harry's money? I ask, turning to look at Janet, who has been lying on the couch, watching this whole time. Dad sure can pick them. I don't care about Harry's money. Dad answers. I just want the estate cataloged. There's a portable transmitter among Harry's stuff and I want it. He explains. I asked for half the estate, so I could negotiate for the transmitter. That explains a lot. Fuck. I have to get out of here, so I can think about what to do about all this. I decide to give everyone a post-transmission suggestion. I start with Dad. Dad, when I turn off the transmitter, you will sit here for five minutes, doing nothing. At the end of five minutes, you will realize what a great visit we're having and invite me home to meet Christina. When we get to your house, you will excuse yourself and leave me alone with Christina for at least thirty minutes. I want to find out more about this escort business, and see what Christina is like. Oops. I almost forget the most important part. You will never use your transmitter on me. I don't want to give him too many suggestions about the transmitter, until I've thought it through. I turn to Janet and tune in her frequency. I decide that I really don't want to do anything else with Janet. Janet, when I turn off the transmitter, you will get dressed and leave, remembering that Daryl required you to fuck him before he would represent you as a model. It wasn't unpleasant, but you decide to look into other agencies. I flip the transmitter dial and tune in Danae. Ah, yes. Danae. Danae. I begin, choosing my words carefully. You will no longer feel as if you have to do everything to please Daryl. I decide to go with the trigger like I did with Nicole and Mrs. Edwards. Whenever I say, think about it, Danae, whatever I suggest next will be completely acceptable and enthusiastically embraced by you. By keeping the trigger the same as Nicole's, I figure I won't forget what it is. When I turn off the transmitter, you will get dressed and return to your desk. I hit the button and Danae gets up off the floor and walks over to her clothes. Her tanned round ass swaying as she walks. I will definitely be back for more of that. Hey, Nick. Dad says, just as I finish tucking the transmitter into my pocket. This is so great that you stopped by. Why don't I knock off early and take you home to meet Christina? He says, coming around his desk and putting his arm around me, as we walk out the door. Danae. Dad says, as we walk out the door. Cancel my appointments for the rest of the day. My son and I are going to spend some time together. 
You have several very important clients coming in this afternoon, Mr. Harrison, Danae says, in the same snotty voice she used with me earlier. Think about it, Danae. I whisper, just out of earshot of my father. You can cancel the appointments. I tell her, before catching up to my dad at the door. I can cancel your appointments, Mr. Harrison, Danae says, picking up the phone. Damn. I can't get the image of her stunning, naked body out of my mind. I'll have to work on her temperament, though dot I ask dad more about his business on the drive to his house, and he fills me in on what it's like to represent supermodels. Of course, he doesn't mention the transmitter, but he does make reference to it being a matter of who's in control. When we get to his house, I'm surprised at its opulence. Dad lives in a fucking mansion. Who knew? I suppose mom does, but has chosen not to share it with me. Anybody home? Dad calls, as we walk through the marble entryway. She must be in the gym. Christina works out every day. He says, rolling his eyes as he leads me through a huge living room with a vaulted ceiling. There's a spiral staircase off to one side, with the railing extending along the balcony-level hallway that runs the entire length of the living room. I assume the bedrooms are up there. It looks like something out of a movie. I've never seen a house like this. Dad leads me down a hallway, past the game room with a pool table and jukebox, and opens a door at the very end. We step into an aerobics room with mirrored walls and exercise equipment. My eyes widen and my mouth drops open when I see Christina. Hi, Han. Dad says, greeting her with a quick kiss. This is my son, Nick. He wants to talk with you. Christina is vigorously attacking the rowing machine, beads of sweat hanging off her smooth skin, and she is completely naked. You're early, she says, smiling at us, without slowing down her rowing. I haven't finished my workout. She's not at all what I expected. She's much younger than I thought she'd be, probably mid-twenties. Her face, surrounded by bleached blonde hair, is beautiful. She has high cheekbones, a luscious mouth and big, blue eyes that sparkle when she smiles. Nick doesn't mind, Dad says. He'll talk to you while you're working out. You don't mind, do you, Nick? Dad asks, without a hint of sarcasm or irony. Ah, uh, no. I don't mind. I stutter, as I watch Christina pull back on the oar-type handles, pushing her long, shapely legs straight out towards me. Her tits, rippling on her chest as she leans back, are not what I expected either. They are firm, round and obviously enhanced, but they are not the large, oversized ones, like you see in magazines. They seem to be the perfect size for her body and her thick nipples jut straight out from her medium-sized areolas. I continue to stare, as she leans up, pushing the handles forward and bringing her knees up towards her chest. Have a seat, Dad says, placing a small stool behind me. I sit down, entranced by the erotic sight of Christina's knees rising and spreading, as Dad leaves the room. Her sweat-soaked legs part, displaying her protruding pussy lips and my cock jumps to attention. Her pussy lips open slightly, just before she pushes her legs forward and pulls back on the handles. Her mound is bald except for a neatly trimmed strip of brown hair about two inches long, just above her pussy. You like what you see? Christina smiles, staring at the bulge in the front of my pants. Yeah, sure. I tell her, as her body, glistening from the workout, moves back and forth on the rowing machine. You want to try it? She asks, tilting her head to one side, as she slows her rowing. I'm not sure if she means the rowing machine or her. There's another seat over there. She nods her head towards a cabinet on the other side of the room. Take off your clothes and join me. I stare at her for a second, but my hard cock wins any argument I may make about this being inappropriate. I take off my clothes and get the extra seat from inside the cabinet. Mmm, nice. Christina says, eyeing my hard cock and licking her lips, as I hand her the seat. She positions it on the metal frame of the rower, facing towards her. Your dad and I had this modified, so it functions as more than a piece of exercise equipment. She explains, fastening the seat in place. Sit here, facing me. She instructs, moving her legs from the pedals of the rowing machine. I sit on the seat, straddling the machine, with my feet on the ground. She swings her legs over mine and pulls her seat forward, positioning her pussy a few inches from my cock. Hold it straight out towards me, she says, her breathing accelerating as she speaks. I reach between us and push my rigid cock down, brushing the head against her hot pussy lips. She pulls forward on the handles, burying my cock inside her slick pussy. Ah! I pant, as she starts rowing with short, slow strokes, 
gliding my cock in and out of her hot, slippery hole. You want to know about your father and I, don't you? She asks, her big eyes staring into mine, as her tits brush my chest. She's smiling, as she continues to row with slow, deliberate strokes. Yes. I answer, not trusting my mouth to say more, as I stare at her tits coming towards me again. You can touch them. She says, breathily. I'd like that. She arches her back slightly, pushing her bullet-shaped nipples into my chest. My hands, which have been resting on her thighs, move up to her tits and squeeze. They feel pretty natural, don't they? She laughs, watching for my reaction. Yeah, they really do. I answer, as she increases the rhythm slightly. I move my hands all around her tits, feeling, squeezing and pinching. Other than being a little heavier than a typical tit and unnaturally round, it really is hard to tell the difference. How, um, how big were you before? I ask, not knowing why I care, but curious anyway. Typical teen buds, which never blossomed into full-blown tits. She answers matter-of-factly. Your dad bought me these right after we met. She says, rowing faster now, creating a sloshing sound as my cock plunges into her juicy cunt. I was young, beautiful, probably naive and I came to the big city to be a model. I met your dad and he said I'd never make it with my small tits. He sent me to a doctor, paid for these, and launched my modeling career for me. Christina is slamming my cock into her pussy now, rowing frantically, as her orgasm builds. I'm squeezing her tits, pinching her nipples and bucking my ass off the seat of the rowing machine. The tension is building in my balls and I'm about to explode into her, when she abruptly stops rowing and smacks her body against mine. Her pussy muscles convulse around my cock, as she wraps her arms around my waist, squeezing me against her and rocking up and down on my cock. I start spurting immediately, spewing my cum deep inside her pulsating hole that we sit like that on the machine, my spent cock inside her soaked pussy and her damp body pressed against mine. I'm wondering what I'm doing here, fucking my dad's girlfriend on a damn rowing machine, when she starts speaking softly. I've been addicted to sex since I found out what it was, Christina says, still holding on to me. I've been on the pill since I was 14, when the neighbor boy and I fumbled our way into each other's swimsuits. She's rocking her body against mine and gripping my cock with her pussy muscles. All through high school, I couldn't get enough. I was smart, and I was pretty, a great combination for getting laid whenever you wanted. You've probably already guessed that I'm more than a little narcissistic. I mean, who else works out naked, all alone, in an exercise room filled with mirrors? She smiles and kisses my cheek as my cock starts to respond to her. When I met your dad, sex was just a means to an end for me. She says, rocking a little faster, as my cock stiffens inside her steamy pussy. I was initially fucking him as repayment for my tits, but he was such an incredible lover that I kept coming back for more. She says, unwrapping herself from me, and reaching for the rowing machine handles. Then when Harry gave your dad the transmitter, it made us rich and gave us the power to fuck anyone we wanted. What else could I ask for? She asks, rowing my recovered cock in and out of her hot pussy again. I'm still addicted to sex, but now I can fuck whoever I want. You know about the transmitter? I ask, pumping my cock forward when she pulls herself towards me. Sure, your dad and I are partners in a very lucrative business because of it. She says, picking up the rhythm of her rowing. Has dad ever used the transmitter on you? I ask, thinking she may be under his influence. No. She smiles. I was very persuasive with Harry. She laughs, pulling herself more tightly against me, to emphasize her point. I got Harry to remove my frequency from the transmitter before he gave it to your dad. Not that I don't trust Errol, I'm just being careful. She says, rowing faster and slamming her hard nipples against my chest. We stop talking as we urgently work towards another mutual climax. This time she stops rowing, pushes me back against the pulley and starts fingering her clit while she rocks up and down on my cock. Play with my tits. She cries as she fingers her clit. Her feet are on the floor and she's bouncing herself up and down on the balls of her feet, pounding my hard cock into her inflamed pussy. I reach for her tits, which are hardly bouncing at all, and cradle them in my hands. Using my thumb and index finger, I pinch and twist her hard nipples as she jumps up and down on my cock. Oh yeah. She screams, still pounding away on my cock. The pulley is pushing into my neck and I feel like I'm going to fall, but the intensity of this gorgeous model getting herself off on my hard cock pushes that all away. I feel my body tense and my balls tighten as she leans her hands against my chest and squeezes my nipples, digging her fingernails into them. 
The pain, shooting from my nipples to my groin, causes my cock to explode inside her frothing pussy. Oh, fuck. She cries, clenching her pussy around my cock and shaking, jerkily, through her own orgasm. I release her tits and she collapses on my chest, driving my back into the pulley and causing us to nearly lose our balance on the rowing machine. Sorry. She laughs, lifting herself off of me and rolling onto the floor, breathing hard. I fall next to her and watch her sweat-soaked tits heave up and down as I try to catch my breath. Wow. I exclaim. Who knew rowing could be so much fun? I say, brushing her matted hair from her forehead. Yeah, I think more people would exercise if they knew. She laughs, brushing her hand over my chest. We need a shower. Christina announces, as she jumps to her feet and reaches her hand out to help me up. She pulls me up, into a full embrace, squeezing my ass cheeks with her hands. I cup her ass with my hands and look at our bodies in the mirrored wall. Harry was pretty kinky, you know. Christina says, as she leads me down a hallway towards the bathroom. He liked getting fucked in the ass. She laughs, raising an eyebrow at me for my reaction. So I've heard. I tell her. How about my dad? I ask. Is he kinky like that too? Oh God, no. She laughs. Your dad is way too homophobic to even consider anything in his ass. She says. How old are you? Christina asks, as she leans into the shower and adjusts the temperature of the water. 18. I answer. I just graduated from high school. No kidding. She cries. Wait, what was your grade point average? She asks, excitedly, stepping into the shower and letting the spray run over her body. What? I ask, stepping in behind her. What was your grade point average in high school? She asks, squeezing soap onto her hands and lathering up her legs. My senior year it was a 3.5. Why? I ask, reaching for the body wash. Let me do that. I say, squirting soap onto my palms and lathering her thighs. I told you I was smart, right? She says, spreading her legs so I can wash her upper thighs. Well, my senior year in high school, I was a tutor for kids who were struggling with their grades. I decided to combine my sex addiction and my tutoring by offering sex as an incentive to kids who brought their grade point average up to a 3.0. Word got out and I ended up fucking every guy in the senior class with a 3.0 average and even a couple of girls. She says as I wash between her legs and lather her firm, round-ass cheeks. So, if I didn't have a 3.0? I ask, while I start soaping her perfectly round tits. Then this would have been wrong. She says, laughing, as she rubs her soapy hands across my chest and down my stomach. How did the couple of girls get in there? I ask, as her hands move down, and she begins lathering my cock and balls. These two friends of mine used to have parties whenever their parents were out of town. She says, as my cock starts to recover from her expert fondling. During these parties, they'd set me up in one of their bedrooms and guys would line up outside the bedroom door with their grades. Any guy who met the grade point average would be let in to fuck me, sometimes more than one at a time. She says, as I pump my hard cock against her hand and she continues caressing my balls. I would do as many as 10 or 15 guys at each party. She sighs, letting go of my cock and sliding her hands around to my ass cheeks. Of course, these were inexperienced high school guys, so I only got off about every third or fourth fuck. She laughs. Pulling me against her, we slither our soapy bodies against each other, her tits, slipping across my chest and my cock sliding sideways around her pussy mound. One night these two girls showed up with their grades, wanting to join the fun. I had never been with a girl before, so I thought what the fuck. My cock is rock hard from slithering against Christina's soapy body and from hearing about her sexual escapades as a teenager. I found out that I love having my pussy eaten by a girl, but I don't much like to reciprocate. I almost gagged when I tried it. Luckily there were two of them, so I had them eat each other while they took turns eating me. She smiles and turns around, towards the water. I push my body against her back and reach my hands around to caress her tits, while my cock nestles between her ass cheeks. No one eats pussy like a woman, she says. Except your father, she says, turning back towards me. That's a compliment, she insists. It's not like saying he hits like a girl or throws like a girl. Eating pussy like a girl is a significant accomplishment, and your dad does it. What's the difference, Christina? I ask. It's hard to explain. She says, rinsing off and stepping out of the shower. Women take their time to build the arousal, but it's more than that. They know just when and where to lick, with how much pressure and when to stop. 
she says. Of course, when I started fucking your dad, my experience was limited to guys my own age. I couldn't believe I could come every time I had sex. She laughs. Come on, let's see how good you are, then I want to fuck you and your dad together. She says, grabbing my cock and leading me into her bedroom. So, this is a test. I ask, as Christina settles back on her bed, spreading her long legs. I crawl up between them for my first real good look at her pussy. Her pussy lips are long and thick, weaving around her hole, like a tiny mountain range around a volcano. Sex is always a test, isn't it? She says, smiling. Was it good? Did you come? How was it for you? We are always putting our abilities to the test when we have sex. She says, lying back on the bed and pulling her knees up. Tell me about the business you have with my dad. I say, as I begin caressing her inner thighs with my hands. There's not much to tell. Christina says, as I start licking her upper thighs and down her ass cheeks. About once a month, we have a weekend party. Daryl schedules meetings all week with his top models and uses the transmitter to give them instructions about how to behave at the party. Top executives, CEOs, politicians all pay upwards of $10,000 each to attend the party. Imagine a party where every woman is stunningly gorgeous and everyone is a sure thing. She says, as I continue to lick all around her pussy. Mmm. She sighs, as I lick the outside of her thick, pussy lips. I tease and nip at her pussy lips until she's squirming around and trying to get my tongue into her pussy. I slide my hand over her mound, running my thumb along her thin strip of hair. Pressing down, I hold her against the bed, and with my tongue flattened out, I very slowly lick from the bottom of her pussy to the top. Oh, 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 She coos, pushing up against my hand, which I keep firmly against her mound, making it hard for her to move. When I get to the top of her opening, I pull my tongue back and do it again, slower. So these guys pay $10,000 to get laid by gorgeous models. I say, lifting my head from her juicy cunt. Yes, but it's more than that. She breathes, as she pushes up against my hand. They can swim nude with them, play pool in the nude, whatever they want, and at the end of the weekend, we give them a souvenir DVD of their visit. She smiles. You film them? I ask incredulously before I continue lapping at her juices. There are cameras and microphones in every room and all over the grounds, she says mischievously, as I think about our romp in the exercise room. Even in the exercise room, she says, as if reading my mind. We can watch it later if you like. Stiffening my tongue, I plunge it into her wet pussy and start tongue-fucking her, while continuing to hold her down against the bed. Cameras in every room. Transmitter-controlled sex parties. Jesus Christ. Mmm. Yeah, she says, wiggling as much as she can against my tongue, as it pistons in and out of her juicy hole. Reaching up, I pinch and twist her nipples while I tongue-fuck her. Just as she starts to buck her pussy against my tongue, I pull it out and again start licking around the outside of her pussy lips. Oh, come on, Nick! She begs as I suck one of her pussy lips into my mouth and gently nibble the edge of it. I tease her pussy lips, alternating sucking each one, while I continue to maul her tits and pinch her nipples. Oh God, Nick! She cries, arching her back, as I slip two fingers into her pussy and start finger-fucking her. Sliding my lips to the top of her pussy, I flick my tongue over her clit a couple of times before sucking it into my mouth. With my lips around her clit, I use my tongue to lightly lick across the tip of it, while I continue to pump my fingers in and out of her soggy pussy. Oh fuck! Christina yells. Keep doing that! Just like that, Nick! She pleads, while jerking her ass off the bed in rhythm with my finger fucking. Yes! 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 I'm coming, Nick! Christina yells. I'm fucking coming! She grabs my hair, pulling my face tightly against her cunt, nearly smothering me, as her orgasm rips through her body. Clenching her pussy around my fingers and clamping her thighs against my ears, she shakes and shivers while I continue to lightly flick her clit. She unclamps her legs, just as a flood of creamy juice gushes over my fingers. I replace my fingers with my tongue and lap up her delicious, frothy nectar. When the flow begins to trickle, I move my body up over hers sliding my hard cock into her steamy pussy. Without any preamble, I strike up a fast rhythm, pounding into her like I'm trying to pulverize her pussy. She pulls her knees up and I hook my arms behind them, bending her nearly in half, while I continue to pummel her pussy like a jackhammer. Oh! Fuck! Christina gasps, as I relentlessly slam into her, harder and harder, 
while I push her feet down towards her shoulders. With her knees pushing against her tits, she reaches her hands around behind me and digs her nails into my ass cheeks. Suddenly, I want to hurt her. I want to fuck her so hard she cries out. I hate her. I hate her for being with my dad. I hate her for knowing I would fuck her. I hate her for being young, beautiful, and smart. It's irrational, but I just fucking hate her. I stop fucking her. Pushing harder on her legs, I lean up and smile at her. She looks at me apprehensively, as I slowly pull my fully erect, throbbing cock out of her saturated pussy and line it up with her puckered asshole. Without warning I shove it forward, burying it in her tight, unlubricated asshole. Arfrg! She cries. Fuck! That hurts! She yells. Good! I yell back, as I pump my hard cock in and out of her asshole. Her pussy juice on my cock provides enough lubricant, and I start gliding easily in and out, building up the tension in my balls, until I explode inside her ass. I pull out, collapsing on the bed, panting. Daryl! Christina yells. Get in here and finish what your son started! She calls out. Dad comes in, shedding his clothes. He was fucking my ass, but I didn't come yet. She complains, as she gets up on all fours and presents her asshole to him. He left plenty of lubricant, just fuck me hard. She says, smiling at me. You eat pussy like a girl. She whispers to me, as my dad lines up his cock with her cum-filled asshole. She's rubbing her clit with her hand, as he starts pumping his cock in and out of her ass. I don't want to watch this. I find my way back to the exercise room, get dressed and leave their house. I still have the transmitter in my pocket, but I'm not sure what I want to do yet. On the 45-minute drive home, I start thinking about Maggie. I wonder if she knows about the earlier transmitter. Maybe she can help me decide how to handle dad and his nympho. Oh, fuck yes. I hear my mother yell, as I open the front door to Uncle Harry's house. He's been dead for over six months, but I still think of this as Uncle Harry's house. I quietly follow the sound towards Uncle Harry's bedroom, which mom and I have been sleeping in since we got here. Oh my god. Mom screams, as I move closer to the open bedroom door and peek inside. Fuck. The trapeze bar is back up over the bed, with some sort of sling-type harness hanging from it, supporting my mother. The sling is about a foot wide and wraps under mom's stomach, much the way that kids sometimes lay across a swing in the schoolyard. Her hands are flat on the bed, her tits dangling loose in front of the sling, while Maggie fucks her from behind with a strap-on dildo. God! I've never felt anything like this! Mom moans, as Maggie rocks her back and forth, using her hands on mom's hips to push her away and pull her back. I wonder how a dildo can give mom this much pleasure? Feelings of inadequacy flood through me, as I watch Maggie fuck my mother. They are both facing away from me and I can't see if Maggie is fucking her pussy or her ass. I move a little closer, glancing into the mirror on the side of the room. Holy shit! No wonder mom is going nuts! Maggie is fucking her with a double dildo, penetrating her pussy and her ass at the same time. It's like getting fucked by two cocks at once. My cock responds despite its recent workouts with Christina, Danae and Janet. I move out of their line of sight and lean against the wall, watching. I told you that you'd like it! Maggie pants, thrusting her hips against mom's ass. She's breathing hard speeding up her rhythm. She's really getting off on this. Fuck. The dildo must have a penetration piece at her end too. God damn. This is so fucking hot. I don't know where to look that I watch Maggie as her ass cheeks clench between the straps of the dildo harness, as her tits jiggle up and down with each thrust of her hips. Her nipples are fully erect and her head is tilted back, as she slams the dildos into my mom. I have never seen anything so erotic. My cock is trying to bust out of my zipper. My eyes move over to my mom, swinging back and forth, her firm round ass lifted into the air by the harness, split open by the dildo sliding in and out of it. Her legs are spread, her knees are a couple of inches off the bed, and her toes drag along the sheet, as she swings back and forth. Her head is down between her arms and her hair is hanging around her face. I watch her tits rock back and forth from the swinging action and her nipples are as hard as I've ever seen them. Oh. God. Maggie. Mom yells. I'm coming. Fuck me harder, Maggie. Mom screams as Maggie pounds her mercilessly. Fuck me harder. Oh, fuck. Mom starts convulsing against the swing, her whole body shaking as Maggie slams the double dildo into her pussy and asks that I've slid down the wall, sitting with my back against it, 
rubbing my hard cock through my shorts. Maggie stops swinging mom and starts bouncing up and down on the bed. Oh my god. What are you doing? Mom asks, tremors rippling through her body, as she claws at the bed, struggling to disengage herself from the dildos and the harness. I'm coming. Maggie cries. Hold on, a minute. I'm coming. Maggie is rubbing up and down against my mother's ass, obviously trying to get the dildo to make the right contact with her clit. She's moved her hands from my mom's hips and now has her arms wrapped around my mom's waist, under the harness, humping against her ass, like a dog in heat. Oh, hide. Yeah, wah. Maggie screams, collapsing against my mother's ass, her tits heaving against mom's back, as she tries to catch her breath. They hang there, the sling supporting them both, as Maggie starts kissing the back of my mother's neck. God, Elaine. Maggie breathes. That was unbelievable. She sighs, kissing her some more, before she leans back and slowly starts extracting the dildo from my mother's insides. I still don't believe it. Mom pants, moving her hair from her face and getting ready to get off the sling. I watch the flow of juice cascade from my mother's bald pussy, as Maggie removes the dildo. Maggie sees it too and quickly moves her hand under my mother's snatch, catching some of the juice in her cupped palm. She starts to bring her hand to her mouth, then reconsiders and moves around the bed, offering it to my mother instead. My mother laps the juice from her hand, smiling at Maggie. That's when my mom sees me. Her eyebrows raise and her eyes sparkle, but she doesn't say anything. Maggie unfastens the strap on harness and lets out a long sigh as she pulls the dildo from her sopping, wet cunt. Her unruly pubic hair is matted down around her bright pink pussy lips. Tossing the harness onto the floor and helping mom out of the sling, they fall on the bed, side by side in a tight embrace. Maggie has her back to me and is cuddled up to my mom, with her leg looped over my mom's side. This gives me a clear view of her dripping pussy, and I watch as mom's hand slides between her pussy lips, scooping out Maggie's fresh cream. You fucked Nick, didn't you? Mom asks, as she licks Maggie's flavor from her fingers. Yes. Is all Maggie says as she watches mom lick her fingers. I thought so. Mom says, her hand going back for more of Maggie's sweet nectar. How was he? Mom asks, knowing that I'm sitting here listening to the conversation. He was amazing. Maggie says, enthusiastically. But you already know that, don't you, Elaine? Maggie says quietly, while she runs her fingers over mom's tits, teasing her nipples. Yes. Mom answers, still sucking on her fingers. How did you know? I didn't know for sure. Maggie lies. But the sleeping arrangements were fairly obvious. She says, before sucking one of mom's nipples into her mouth. Mmm. Mom moans. I guess they are, aren't they? She laughs. Does it bother you that I'm fucking my son? Mom hesitantly asks Maggie. No. Maggie says, pulling her lips from mom's hard nipple. I'm generally against incest and I'm not sure why it doesn't bother me, but it just doesn't. She's silent for a second and then scoots closer to mom, pushing her tits against mom's tits, nipple to nipple. It actually turns me on. I find it very erotic. Isn't that weird? Maggie whispers. Perhaps you'd like to stay until he gets home? Mom suggests. I'm sure he'd love having the two of us together. Mom says, watching for Maggie's reaction. Not today, Elaine. Maggie says, caressing my mom's ass cheeks with her hand. As much as I'd like to, Frank will be home soon and I have to get dinner ready. She pushes her lips against my mother's and they kiss passionately while grinding their bodies together on the bed. I sneak out of the bedroom and back out the front door. After waiting about ten minutes, I make a noisy entrance into the house. Anybody home? I call out from the living room. Mom and Maggie come down the hall, both of them dressed, but still flush from their lovemaking. What have you two been doing all day? I ask. Oh, we went shopping. Mom says, smiling at Maggie. And just hung out. Maggie says, laughing at what is supposed to be an inside joke. What about you? How was your day? Maggie asks. Great. I say. I had a good day. I answer, heading into the kitchen for a Coke. Maggie follows me. Did you see your dad? She whispers. Yes, I need to talk to you. I whisper back. Did you know he has a transmitter? No. She whispers. Call me tomorrow. She says, leaving the kitchen with a Diet Coke in her hand. Thanks for everything, Elaine. She says, kissing my mom on the cheek. I'll see you tomorrow. Frank works late. Maybe the three of us can get together. She says, smiling. 
I'd like that, Mom says, touching Maggie's hip and smiling. See you then, Mom says, closing the door behind Maggie and turning towards me with a big smile on her lips. Well, young man, she says, walking towards me. So, you and Maggie, huh? Yes, ma'am, I answer, smiling back at her. I couldn't help myself, I answer. So now you've fucked the mother and the daughter, she says, wrinkling her brow as another thought hits her. Just like at home, she exclaims. You are one busy motherfucker, she says, laughing at her own joke, as she pulls me into a tight embrace. Come on, she says, pulling me down the hall. You must be hurting, the way you were rubbing yourself in the bedroom earlier. Yes, ma'am, I answer again, shedding my clothes before we get to the bedroom. Suddenly, I remember that I just fucked Christina in the ass. I need a shower first, though, mom, I tell her. Really? She says, raising her eyebrows at me, questioningly. I just smile, squeamishly. Okay, let's take a shower then, she says, turning into the master bathroom. I adjust the water temperature, as mom takes off her clothes and then we both step into the shower. My cock is rock solid, pointing straight at her, as she squirts body wash onto her hands. Lathering my cock first, she gradually works her hands all around my balls and the base of my cock. One hand slips between my legs and starts playing with my asshole, while she continues lathering my cock and balls with the other hand that I'm about ready to burst when she rinses off my cock and kneels in front of me. Sliding my hard cock between her moist lips, she cups my balls in her hand and rapidly jacks me in and out of her mouth. Oh fuck! I cry, as mom slips a soapy finger into my asshole, while deep-throating my cock and rolling my balls between her fingers. The sensation is amazing and my cock spasms, filling my mother's warm mouth with several large loads of cum. She swallows every drop, pulls her finger from my ass and cleans my cock with her tongue, before standing up and pressing her wet body against me. That was amazing! I tell her, cupping her ass cheeks and wondering if Uncle Harry enjoying being fucked in the ass is really so weird. Do I want to know where you were today, that you needed a shower when you got home? She asks quietly, her mouth next to my ear. I don't think you really want to know, Mom. I answer honestly. You know I'll tell you if you want me to. I say, squeezing her firm, round-ass cheeks with my hands and pulling her more tightly against me. But I think it's better if we don't talk about it, okay? I ask. Okay. Mom says, holding me tightly and letting the water cascade over our naked bodies. We stay like, in a tight embrace, in the shower, rubbing our hands over each other's ass cheeks, until my cock starts recovering between us. That was fast. Mom says. Take me to bed, Nick. Mom whispers, hugging me tightly. I've been fucked all day. She says. But I haven't been made love to in a while. She smiles at me as we step out of the shower. We barely dry off, before heading to the bedroom. Lying on the bed, we just hold each other, our tongues dancing in and out of each other's mouth, as our bodies rock gently against each other. Our kissing gradually becomes more passionate, and our hands begin to focus on more erogenous areas of each other's body. As mom strokes my cock, I suck on her nipples and glide my hands over her hairless mound. Mom rolls over, pulling me on top of her, as she settles onto her back. Spreading her legs, and lifting her knees, she welcomes my hard, throbbing cock into her wide-open pussy. I rub the head against her wet pussy lips, and slide forward, as if in slow motion. As her pussy stretches to accommodate my swollen cock, I savor the velvety caress of her inner pussy walls. I purposely glide into her as slowly as possible, making this initial entry last an excruciatingly long time. Oh! Mom moans, as I finally bottom out in her hot pussy. My balls are resting against her ass and my cock is completely engulfed by her steaming pussy, as I slip my tongue in her mouth and gently rock our bodies up and back. We fuck in slow motion, kissing and grinding, without any long strokes, or frantic pumping action. I love you, Mom. I whisper, as I lift my mouth from hers and slowly drag my cock out of her slick pussy. Pulling back until just the tip of my cock head is making contact with her pussy lips, I start the torturous slow motion entry again. I love you too, Nick. Mom moans, squeezing her pussy muscles around my cock as it pierces her inner sanctum. Oh my god. Mom cries, wrapping her legs around me and pushing her heels into my ass to speed up my descent. We continue to fuck like that barely increasing the pace, using pressure, more than speed, to communicate our urgency to each other. Our tongues stay entwined as my pelvic bone grinds against her clit, and my cock rocks back and forth inside her fiery pussy. 
We grind and writhe against each other, harder and harder, sweating profusely, devouring each other in a demanding embrace, as our bodies tense with the building pressure. Oh! Fiyuyowak! Mom yells, her arms and legs cinched around me in a death grip, as her pussy muscles contract around my throbbing cock. I'm coming, Nick! She yells. Oh fuck! I'm coming! Mom's body rocks spastically against me, jerking and shaking as her orgasm ransacks her body, seeking out all sources of energy and depleting them. She collapses back on the bed, her chest heaving, as she gasps for air. With my hands on the bed, I push myself up off her chest, so she can suck in more air. She smiles blissfully at me as I start a slow rhythm in and out of her soaked pussy. Gradually increasing speed, with long, purposeful strokes, we are soon engaged in full, unrestrained fucking. Mom is bucking her ass off the bed, while I pump my hard cock in and out, pounding against her clit and slapping my balls against her ass. Oh. 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 Mom moans on every downstroke, as she arches her back and raises her ass of the bed to meet my cock in midair. I'm getting so fucking close. I pick up the pace and start pounding harder into her sloshy cunt. I feel my balls constrict, ready to relieve the built-up tension. Just as I'm about to shoot my load, mom clamps her legs around my back and clenches her pussy muscles around my cock. I erupt immediately, shooting long spurts of cum deep inside mom's quivering pussy, as she trembles through another powerful orgasm. I love you so much, Nick. Mom says, holding me tightly and pushing her tongue back into my mouth that we fall into an exhausted asleep and my dreams are filled with images of Danae, Maggie, Christina and mom. They all have strap-ons and want to fuck me in the ass that I awaken to the doorbell ringing. I slip on some shorts and answer it. Hi, Maggie says, smiling. I just saw your mom leave. Did I wake you? She asks, stepping through the doorway and running her hand up the front of my shorts. Yeah, I say, rubbing sleep from my eyes. She's wearing another halter top, her hard nipples prominent through the thin material. She slips the top off and presses her hard nipples against my bare chest, while pushing her tongue into my mouth. My cock responds immediately and I cup her ass cheeks through her shorts as I grind against her. What's this about another transmitter? Maggie asks, as she pulls off my shorts, releasing my hard cock from its confinement. She pushes me down on the couch and slips her own shorts and panties off. I run my hand through her hairy bush, as she straddles me on the couch. With her knees against the outside of my thighs, she positions my cock against her moist pussy lips and sits down hard, impaling herself on me in one motion. Mmm. I moan, as Maggie slowly rocks up and down, brushing her hard nipples against my chest. Apparently, Harry gave Dad a crude version of the transmitter in exchange for his financial backing. I say, thrusting my ass off the couch to match Maggie's rhythm. It's a box he keeps in his office and he uses it to control his clients. As we fuck, I tell her the whole story about the supermodels, the parties, the cameras and even about fucking Christina.by the time I finish my story, Maggie is bouncing up and down like crazy, her large tits slapping against her chest. I catch them with my hands and squeeze them, relishing the feeling of real meat against my palms. God! I feel like a fucking teenager! Maggie cries out, clenching her pussy around my cock and wrapping her arms around my shoulders, hugging me to her. I just can't stop having sex. She giggles, as I blow my load inside her palpitating pussy. Making up for lost time, I guess. She looks in my eyes as her pussy muscles milk my cock dry. I fucked all day yesterday, last night with Frank, again this morning before he went to work and I couldn't wait to get over here to fuck again. And I come hard every single time. She kisses me forcefully, a silent thank you for using the transmitter to make her whole again. Now, Maggie says, leaning back, my cock still buried inside her hairy pussy. What are we going to do about your dad and that narcissistic bitch? She asks. First, we need to get him to forget about Uncle Harry's estate. I answer casually playing with Maggie's large tits. The shape and feel remind me of Caroline and I think about Maggie's fantasy. Do you want revenge also? She asks, closing her eyes as I tweak her thick nipples. I don't know. I answer honestly. I hate them, but he's still my dad. It's weird. I answer as I get more aggressive with Maggie's nipples, pinching and twisting them. Mmm. Maggie lets out a low moan. If anyone can understand loving someone who hurts you, it's me. She says quietly. Okay, well if that's all you want, that's easy. We'll just go see him and you can use the transmitter on him to make him leave your mom alone. 
As Maggie is talking, she's massaging my dick back to life with her pussy. Rolling her hips forward and back in slow, easy motions, she revives my spent cock and I start to feel it slide in and out of her saturated pussy. Pushing her shoulders back, I suck one of her taut nipples into my mouth, biting and nibbling on it as I continue to twist and pull the other one with my fingers. Oh yeah! She rocks harder against my semi-erect cock, as I switch my mouth to her other nipple. You are amazing, young man! She says, arching her back and leaning her hands behind her on my knees, giving me greater access to her succulent breasts. I know. I answer. I heard you tell my mom yesterday. I say, biting down on her nipple and pushing my hard cock deeper into her slippery hole. You saw us? She says, whipping her head up and staring at me. Yes. I say, pushing her back and sucking her entire areola into my mouth. It was the most erotic thing I think I've ever seen. I say, giving her tits a rest and humping my ass off the couch to match the increasing pace of her rhythm. You saw me fucking your mom with the double penetrator? She says, incredulously. She really liked it. She says, proudly. I could tell. I say, bucking furiously into her smoldering pussy. Sliding my hands up under her arms, I grip her shoulders from behind and slam her down hard against my cock, on each downstroke. We went out to a sex shop and bought it yesterday. She says. You should have seen your mom's eyes when she saw all the toys they had. She laughs, while grinding her clit against my pelvic bone. She wants a threesome with you. Maggie pants, jouncing up and down on my cock, twisting and turning and riding me like I'm a bronco she's trying to break. What do you think? She asks. Fuck yes. I answer, still slamming her down around my cock and bucking my hips up to meet her. Oh, phew you a cock. Maggie screams, clawing my shoulders as her pussy walls contract around my engorged cock. As she shakes and shivers in my arms, my cock erupts, spurting multiple loads of cum, deep inside her quivering pussy. Maggie rides out her orgasm and then lifts herself off my spent cock and collapses on the couch next to me. Fuck, she says. That should last me a couple of hours. She laughs, lying on her back on the couch. There isn't enough room for her to stretch out, so she spreads her legs, putting her right leg on the back of the couch behind my head and her left leg across my thighs. I stare at her splayed open pussy, dripping our juices down between her ass cheeks. Her curly, black hair is wet and matted, and her thick pussy lips are bright pink. Think I should shave it? She asks, as she watches me stare at her pussy. Your mom's is absolutely gorgeous. I like yours. I say, combing my fingers across her bush, untangling the matted hair. I've never seen so much hair on a woman before. I answer, thinking about all the women I've been with since I got the transmitter. They all seem to be neatly trimmed, bald or with that fashion model racing stripe, except Nicole and her mom. Nicole may have this much hair when she's older, if she doesn't trim it. If you keep that up, we'll never get to your dad's office. Maggie says, lying back on the couch with her eyes closed. Okay. I say, lifting her leg off of mine and standing up. I wonder where my mom went. I didn't mean you had to stop. Maggie teases, reluctantly getting up from the couch. Can we at least take a shower before we go? She asks, hugging my back, pressing her luscious tits against me. I'm really sticky. She laughs. Sure. I say, you take the shower in there. I say, pointing to the master bedroom. And I'll take the one in here. I say, heading down the hallway. Party pooper. She smiles as she runs her hand up and down my ass cheek. Hey, let's save something for mom when she gets home. I call to her. No sooner am I in the shower, soaping up my legs, than the shower door opens and Maggie steps in next to me. I can't wash my back. She says seductively, while squirting body wash onto her hands and lathering up my chest. You are turning into a sex addict. I say, as I start soaping and squeezing her pliable tits. I want to meet Christina. Maggie says, as she uses both hands to lather soap on my cock and balls. My cock responds immediately, and I involuntarily start humping against her slick hands. Why? I ask, thrusting my soapy cock between her hands, as her fingertips fondle my balls. I want to see what she's like. She says, as one of her hands moves between my legs and starts soaping my asshole. I want to see this rowing machine of hers. She says, slipping one finger into my ass, just like mom did, while she vigorously strokes my cock with her other hand. Fuck. I say, humping faster, enjoying the in-and-out finger action in my ass. 
Uncle Harry may not have been as kinky as everyone thinks. Or maybe I'm just as kinky, but this feels incredible. Besides, Maggie says, synchronizing her finger pumping in and out of my ass, with her hand stroking my cock, so it feels like one continuous motion. Don't you want to get the video she took of you? You shouldn't leave it in their hands. She says. Fuck. I yell again. I'm ready to burst. Maggie's finger in my ass feels like it extends all the way into my cock, making it swell and throb like never before. She smiles knowingly, as I clench my ass around her finger and spurt thick streams of cum all over her arm. Now will you wash my back? Maggie asks calmly, pulling her finger from my ass and rinsing my cum from her arm. As soon as I can breathe again. I wheeze, gasping for air. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't remember ever coming so hard. After we're washed and dressed, Maggie drives as we head to my dad's house to meet Christina. On the way, we make small talk and I get to know more about Maggie beyond the obvious. She was a schoolteacher before she became a stay-at-home mom. Maybe that's why she enjoyed hearing about Miss Edwards. She has a master's degree in history and takes Tai Chi classes to stay in shape. Who knew? I really like your mom. Maggie says, as she exits the interstate, near my dad's house. I could tell. I smile, watching her shapely legs, as she moves from the gas pedal to the brake. Not like that. She says. Well, yeah, like that, but that's not what I meant. She looks at me. I mean she's a very good person and I think we should do something to that bimbo who displaced her. She says, angrily. Well, according to my dad, mom kicked him out and he just ended up with Christina. I say, not sure why I'm defending her. You know she was just 18, my age now, when my dad started fucking her. As I say this, I realize the implications of this for Maggie and I. I guess that's not much different than us, huh? I point to my dad's house. Not really. She says, patting my thigh. But I think I understand why it upsets you. She says, turning into my dad's driveway. Wow. This is some place. I think your mom needs a piece of this. Maggie states emphatically and it suddenly hits me that we've been looking at this problem with dad all wrong. Mom doesn't have to give dad anything. She should get half of what dad makes. If they're still married. We ring the doorbell and Christina answers wearing a white t-shirt, stretched tightly across her chest and hanging down just below her crotch. Hi, Nick. Christina says, standing in the doorway. Your dad's not here. I know. I say. I didn't come to see him. Really? She smiles, opening the door. I'm surprised. The way you took off yesterday, I never thought I'd see you again. You must have liked it, huh? She asks, noticing Maggie for the first time. Who's this? It's not your mom, is it? She asks, obviously appalled at the idea. No. I answer. This is Maggie. I say, introducing them. Come on in. She says, looking Maggie over suspiciously. Wow. Who did your tits? She asks, checking out Maggie's braless tits as they jiggle inside her halter top. God. Maggie answers, turning to me. Let's just do this. She says, disgustedly. I pull out the transmitter, put in the earbuds and dial in Christina's frequency, before she realizes what's going on. Christina. I say, pressing the button. We'd like a tour of the house, beginning with the recording equipment room. Have her lose the t-shirt, Nick. Maggie laughs. I want to see what makes a man leave his wife. She says bitterly. Christina, take off your t-shirt and show us to the control room. I tell her. She immediately pulls the t-shirt over her head and drapes it over the handrail as she starts walking up the spiral staircase. We follow her, watching her ass cheeks ripple into alternating round bubbles as she walks up the stairs. My cock stiffens as her pussy lips come into view with each step. Easy boy. Maggie cautions, her eyes on my bulging crotch. None of that for you today. She laughs. I know, but you've got to admit she has a great ass. I answer, as we reach the top of the stairs and turn to the right. This is the control room. Christina says, in a dull monotone voice, as she opens the door. We step inside what was once a bedroom, but now looks like a NASA control center. There are computers and monitors on a countertop all along one wall and a big screen, plasma monitor on a sidewall. On the wall opposite the computers are shelves with hundreds of DVDs and in the center of the room is a large sofa with ottomans in front of it making it as big as a bed. It is obviously set up so that you can relax while you're watching whatever is on the plasma screen. Explain how this works. I tell Christina, as I adjust my hard cock. 
Use your normal voice with normal intonations. I add because I really can't stand that transmitter-induced monotone. Christina is facing us and I can't help but stare at her pussy and the thin strip of hair over it. What the fuck is that? Maggie asks, pointing to Maggie's mound. Why doesn't she just shave it? Is that supposed to be sexy? She asks. Do you find that sexy, Nick? Maggie asks me. Not particularly, Maggie. I answer, anxious to get on with the explanation. But that's what you see in all the men's magazines. I answer. Hmm. She answers, obviously contemplating her own untrimmed, hairy mound. Each of these computers controls several cameras. Christina explains. The video is recorded directly onto the hard drive of each computer. It is set up to record all the time. We can monitor it real time, or pull up a recorded segment of video. Each computer has a one terabyte hard drive and depending on how many cameras are attached to it, will record for about eight hours. Once the hard drive is full, it automatically begins recording over the earliest files. Sort of like the DVR on your TV. Where is the video of us in the exercise room yesterday? I ask Christina. It's over here. She says, sitting down at a computer and typing a few keystrokes. The plasma monitor comes to life, displaying full-size video of Christina and I fucking on the rowing machine. Holy shit! Maggie exclaims, moving closer to the monitor for a better look. Your tits hardly move at all. Maggie says, turning to Christina and hefting one breast with her hand. Damn, that's heavy. She laughs. Tell her to burn a DVD and then erase the original video. Maggie says, turning to me. Also tell her that as she shows us around the house, she will get progressively more aroused. I do as she says and Christina inserts a blank DVD into the computer's drive and clicks the mouse a few times. A tracking bar appears on the screen, telling us that it is 2% complete. As the DVD is burning, Christina gives us a tour of the rest of the house. My cock is rock solid, as I follow this naked beauty from room to room. Her nipples are hardening and her pussy lips glistening from the moisture seeping from her pussy, as her arousal level gradually increases. There are four bedroom suites upstairs, each complete with its own oversized bathroom, mirrored walls and ceilings, huge California king-size bed, and a balcony overlooking the pool and jacuzzi. Downstairs is a humongous living room with a full bar, overstuffed couches and love seats, a state-of-the-art kitchen and of course the exercise room. When the tour is over, Christina takes us back up to the control room, ejects the DVD and deletes the video file. This also includes the shower and the bedroom signets, she says as she hands it to me, her breath coming in short gasps. I ignore Maggie's raised eyebrows. What now? I ask Maggie. Tell her to forget we were ever here, Maggie says, contemplating her next suggestion. Tell her that we are invisible and she can't see or hear us. Then tell her she is incredibly horny and needs to get relief by herself. Tell her to do whatever she would normally do, but not to orgasm until you tell her she can. Maggie says, glancing at the obvious tent in the front of my pants. I give Christina the commands and she immediately heads downstairs. We watch her on the monitors as she makes her way to the exercise room. I watched her do this. Maggie says, sitting down at the computer that controls the exercise room camera. I think if I click this. Maggie says, clicking the mouse and the exercise room video appears live on the wall-mounted plasma screen. Let's get comfortable. She says, taking off her halter top and pulling down her shorts and panties. You are shameless. I say, stripping off my shirt and pants, and then pulling my jockey shorts down, freeing my aching cock. On the monitor, Christina is getting something from the cabinet and attaching it to the rowing machine. Oh, look at this. Maggie says, picking up a joystick that's sitting next to the couch. There are numbered buttons along the base and Maggie pushes the one that corresponds to the number on the computer she was using. Looking at the big screen, she presses the joystick forward and it zooms in on Christina's ass. Pulling back it zooms out, displaying the entire room. Moving left and right, swivels the camera in that direction. Cool, I say. Let me try. Maggie hands me the joystick and I zoom in on what Christina is doing. Fuck, that's a damn Sibian machine, Maggie exclaims, as we watch Christina remove the regular seat from the rowing machine and attach a seat with a rubber penis attached to it. Plugging it into the base of the rowing machine, she flicks a switch on the side of the seat, and it starts to hum. The penis-shaped vibrator begins undulating back and forth while it vibrates. Christina adjusts it a couple of times, then switches it off, before swinging her leg over the machine and easing it into her moist pussy. 
When she is completely impaled on it, she reaches down and turns it on. Ah! We hear her moan, as she grabs the handles of the machine and starts rowing vigorously. Jesus Christ! Maggie says, crawling up on the couch beside me and cradling my dick in her hand. I thought I had some toys. She laughs. I've never seen anything like that. As she says this, she lowers her head to my cock and starts licking all around my cock head, as we watch Christina row her way to orgasmic pleasure. Well, not yet. Oh. Fuck. I cry, as Maggie deep throats my cock, flicking her tongue against my balls while my cock head is buried in her throat. Maggie's eyes are on my face, while I zoom in on Christina working up a sweat on the rowing and fucking machine. I thought you might need some release before we go to your dad's office. Maggie smiles, as she kisses her way up my body, sucking my nipples hard, before she positions her pussy over my hard cock. Feeding me into her pussy with her hand, she sits up straight and starts rocking back and forth as we both watch the rowing action in the exercise room. The moans and groans from the exercise room are playing from the speakers and Maggie turns them off. She's going to be at this a while. Maggie smiles, as we watch Christina rowing like a wild woman, slamming her pussy down hard against the pulsating rubber cock. Maggie leans forward, placing her hands on my chest and starts a steady rhythm, undulating her hips as she rocks back and forth. Fuck. Between Christina parading around the house nude, working up a sweat on the fucking machine and Maggie riding my cock, I'm ready to burst in no time. I'm afraid I'm not going to last very long. I tell Maggie, apologetically. No worries. She says. I didn't expect you to, as hard as you were while we were touring the house. Working magic with her pussy muscles, she starts really putting the pressure on my hard cock. Just let it come. She whispers, leaning down to kiss me on the mouth. Release it, Nick. Just let it come. Bucking my ass off the couch, I start jerkily spewing huge loads of cum into her hot, wet and very talented pussy. Maggie leans all the way down, pushing her tits against my chest and holding onto me until I am completely spent. What about you? I ask. You can get me hard again. I smile, as I stroke her back and squeeze her ass cheeks. I want to try that. Maggie whispers, looking at the wall monitor. Come on. She says, disengaging my cock from her dripping pussy. Let's go to the exercise room. I follow Maggie downstairs, both of us still naked. Ahag. Oh. Christina's moans fill the room, as we open the door and step inside. Tell her it's never going to work, and she needs to find another way to get herself off. Maggie says. Besides, she's going to hurt herself, slamming herself down like that. She says, trying to sound indignant as she winks at me. I give Christina the command and she immediately stops the vibrator seat. Standing up, she wobbles a little, then her knees buckle and she falls to the floor. Lying on her back on the floor, Christina brings her knees up and shoves three fingers inside her aching pussy, pistoning them in and out as her other hand rubs her clit. Maggie gets some non-toxic sanitizer wipes from the cupboard and cleans off the Sibian seat before positioning herself over it. Her hairy pussy is a stark contrast to Christina's nearly bald one, and I watch Maggie part her hair and pull her pussy lips apart, as she slowly sits down on the rubber penis. Wish me luck. She smiles, as she reaches down and turns the vibration on. Oh fuck. She yells. Without even rowing, this thing is amazing. She cries. Oh. Fuck luck. Maggie moans, reaching for the handles and starting a slow, jerky rowing action. God damn. She yells, as she pulls the handles and the seat slides forward. It's like a fucking battering ram inside my pussy. She wheezes, beads of sweat popping out on her forehead and trickling down between her large tits. Christina is still thrusting her fingers into her pussy and slapping her clit. I feel sorry for her, and am just about to tell her she can come, when my attention is jolted back to Maggie. Nick! Maggie screams. Stop it! She has stopped rowing and is leaning forward, gasping for air, while the Sibian machine pummels her pussy. I search under her vibrating ass and find the switch, turning it off. Help me off, Nick! Maggie cries, tears streaming down her cheeks. What happened? I ask, as I help her stand up and lift her leg off of the machine. She collapses in my arms and I lower her to the floor, next to Christina's writhing, sweat-soaked body. I think... I turned it up too high. She pants, as she stares at her bright pink pussy lips, gushing juices like Old Faithful. I was seeing how it adjusted and bam! 
It felt like my whole body convulsed, spewing its contents out through my pussy, she says, leaning her head down and trying to calm her breathing. Remind me not to fuck with things I don't know anything about, she says, slowly getting to her feet. Put her out of her misery, will you, Nick? Maggie says, nodding towards Christina, as she walks unsteadily towards the door of the exercise room. You can come now, Christina, I tell her, after dialing in her frequency again. She immediately starts spasming and shaking on the floor, squeezing her legs together, trapping her fingers inside her pussy, and quivering around on the floor like she's having a seizure. It appears to be the world's longest orgasm, finally climaxing with her stretched out, spread eagle on the floor, her fake chest heaving up and down. I join Maggie in the control room. We erase the video of her on the rowing machine, get dressed and let ourselves out the front door. That would be an awesome place for a party, Maggie says as we drive towards my dad's office. Maggie is letting me drive because she's still feeling kind of weak. Oh God, it would. I exclaim, excitedly. We could throw a birthday bash for my mom's 40th next year. I tell Maggie. What do you think? You want to have your mom's birthday party at your dad's house? She asks, staring at me. We could use the transmitter to send dad and Christina out of town for the weekend. I say, thinking about whom we'd invite. We could make it a pussy party. I offer. I could use the transmitter to make sure that everyone we invite is focused on giving my mom pleasure on her birthday. Wow. Maggie says, thinking about it. I want you to plan my next birthday party. She laughs. Who will you invite to your mom's party? Let's see. I say, thinking about who mom might want. You and my sister, our neighbor Mary, my friend Carolyn, and you'll be the only guy. Maggie looks at me suspiciously. Well, we could invite Carolyn's husband. I say. In case mom has the same black man fantasy that you have? Oh. That would be nice, even if she doesn't. Maggie coos, rubbing her hand on my thigh, as I pull into the parking lot of my dad's office. Danae is at the reception desk when we enter the office. She doesn't look up when we approach her desk. Hello, Danae. I smile. Is Daryl in? I ask her. You don't have an appointment. She says, glancing at Maggie. Who's this? Your mother? She smirks. Who's the bitch? Maggie asks. The bitch. Danae says, tossing her hair back. Is the person who's keeping you from seeing Daryl? She says, snottily. Really? Maggie asks, looking at me. Zap her, Nick. She says, curtly. I don't have to. I answer, bending down in front of Danae's desk. Think about it, Danae. I say, activating the trigger. You want to be very nice to us and show us into Daryl's office immediately. I say, standing up straight. Oh, Nick! Danae says cheerily, jumping up from her desk and walking around it to give me a hug. Her short skirt barely covers her ass cheeks and her luscious tits are bursting from her scoop neck blouse, as she holds the embrace and looks at Maggie. Who is this lovely lady with you? She asks, smiling at Maggie. This is Maggie. I tell her. We need to see Daryl. Right this way. She says, walking towards Daryl's office and opening the door without knocking. My dad's on the phone and he looks surprised that Danae just let us in, but he holds up one finger to indicate that he'll be done in a minute. What was that? Maggie whispers, referring to how I got Danae to do what I wanted without zapping her. A trigger. I say. I gave it to her the last time I was here. I whisper back. Did Harry know about those? She asks skeptically. How did you know about them? She asks. I don't think Harry ever used them. I answer. I researched hypnosis on the internet and decided to give the concept of post-suggestion triggers a try. It worked, so I've used it a few times. On who? Maggie asks. Um, Nicole and my English teacher last year. I answer, wondering if I'm in trouble. Maggie is just looking at me and I can't tell what's going through her mind. Does it only work if you say the trigger? Maggie finally asks. I don't know. I answer honestly. I've never told anyone about it. I tell her. Let me try it with Danae. She says, smiling. What was it again? She asks. Think about it, Danae. I whisper. Then whatever you tell her next, she'll do. Try it. I encourage her. Tell her to take her clothes off. I want you to see her body anyway. Think about it, Danae. Maggie says, turning towards Danae who is standing in the doorway. Come over here. Danae immediately steps towards Maggie, letting the door close. 
Strip off all your clothing and parade around the room showing off your naked body. Maggie says, looking from me to Danae, as if I can bail her out if it doesn't work. Danae immediately pulls her blouse over her head, revealing a sheer, flesh-colored bra. Her nipples and areolas are visible through the thin material and my cock leaps forward, certain that it's going to get some release. Wow. Maggie says. It worked. We both watch as Danae unfastens the bra and shakes it off her arms, letting her large golden orbs hang free. I adjust my hard cock and catch a glimpse of my dad, staring at the three of us, his mouth gaping open. Tell her to make her nipples hard. I suggest to Maggie, as Danae steps out of her skirt and is rolling her flesh-colored thong down her long, shapely legs. Think about it, Danae. Maggie says, smiling at me. Make your nipples hard. Danae's nipples immediately tighten and grow out from her chest about a half an inch. That's amazing. Maggie says, but I'm not sure if she means Danae's hard nipples, her smooth pussy mound, or the fact that she can control her. Danae is in the process of walking around the room, per Maggie's instruction. Maggie and I are both distracted by her thick pussy lips, protruding between her legs, as she parades around us. Okay, let's stay focused. Maggie says, as I take the transmitter out of my pocket and insert the earbuds. We've both been so intent on Danae, that we don't notice my dad opening his desk drawer and flicking switches, until it's too late. Just before I tune in his frequency, Maggie's eyes glaze over. Grab that transmitter. Dad shouts at Maggie and she lunges towards me grabbing the transmitter from my hands. I reach out for it, but she is too quick. I grab the earbud wire and try to pull the transmitter back, but only manage to disconnect the wire from the transmitter. Bring it here. Dad yells at Maggie. Danae is still parading around the room naked, showing off her body, when Maggie pushes her out of the way to get the transmitter to Dad. Fuck. I gave him the command not to use his transmitter on me, but I didn't think about him being able to use it on Maggie. Now he's got my transmitter, and there's nothing stopping him from using it on me. Or is there? I've got the earbuds, which are designed so that I can't accidentally tune in my own frequency. That might thwart Dad's attempts to control me, at least for the time being. Everything seems sort of surreal. Danae is still prancing around naked, lifting her golden tits and tweaking her hard nipples, as she dances ballerina-style around the room. Maggie is over by Dad's desk with my transmitter in her hand and Dad is smiling at me like a Cheshire cat. Give me the ear things, Nick. Dad says, an evil grin on his face. If you don't want to see her hurt. He adds, nodding towards Maggie, as he reaches out and takes the transmitter from her and hands her a pair of scissors. I can make her cut her own nipples off, Nick. He says calmly. Take off your clothes. Dad barks at Maggie and she complies, pulling her halter top off while still holding the scissors. Give me the earplugs, Nick. Dad says, standing up and holding his hand out towards me. I don't know what to do. I can't let him hurt Maggie, but who knows what he'll do if he gets me under the transmitter's control. Let her go, Dad. I say, knowing it sounds lame, but unable to come up with anything else. We can work something out. I tell him, trying to come up with a plan, as Maggie pulls her shorts and panties down, still holding the scissors. Holy fuck. Dad exclaims, looking at Maggie's thick, unruly bush. What a fucking jungle. He smiles, still watching me, to see what I'll do. Don't try anything, Nick. Dad says sternly. I can make her stab herself with the scissors before you can get to me. He says. Maybe you need a demonstration. He says, still smiling. Trim that god-awful pubic hair, bitch. Dad says, turning back to Maggie, and she starts cutting her pussy hair with the scissors. I watch her pulling the hair away from her mound with her left hand and cutting it short with the scissors in her right hand. Give them up, Nick. Dad says, unless you want to watch her push those scissors up her hairy cunt. Danae is still dancing around the room, oblivious to everything around her. I watch her dance close to Dad's desk and a light bulb goes off inside my head. Yes. If I can stall him a few more minutes. Dad. I plead. Please don't hurt her. I say, watching Danae as she dances over to the windows and then starts back across the room. Okay, I'll give them to you. I say, reaching for the earbuds, watching Danae, while Dad watches me. When Danae dances behind his desk, I make my move. Think about it, Danae. I shout. Turn off the switch on that box in the desk drawer. Danae stops dancing and reaches toward Dad's transmitter. Dad turns around and lunges towards Danae, tackling her and they both end up on the ground. Think about it, Danae. I yell as I grab the scissors from Maggie's hand. 
Fight him. Hurt him. Hit. Bite. Kick. Scratch. I yell as I start to move around the desk to turn off the transmitter. Dad and Danae are rolling around on the floor. Danae has her long, golden legs wrapped around Dad's torso and is clawing his face raw, biting his shoulder and pounding her fist against his head. They are an unusual sight, Danae, completely naked and my dad in his business suit, wrestling around on the floor. It would be comical, if it weren't so damn scary. Before I can get around the desk, Maggie grabs me, trying to get the scissors back. I guess the command to cut her pussy hair, takes precedent over anything else, and she desperately needs to follow the command. I try to keep them from her, without hurting her, but she's hitting me and grabbing for the scissors. I can't get to the transmitter with Maggie holding onto me, but I don't want to take the chance that Dad will give Maggie a command to hurt herself with the scissors. Dad seems to have overpowered Danae. She is on her back, flailing around, while he straddles her, with her arms pinned to the floor. He looks over at me, as the blood from his face is dripping down on Danae's tits, and he has an evil grin on his face. You brought this on yourself, Nick, he says, looking at Maggie, fighting with me for the scissors. Her pain is on your conscience. He scolds Dot and oh, I can't let him hurt her. In a sudden burst of inspiration, I throw the scissors to the other end of the office. Maggie lets go of me and runs after them like an excited puppy chasing a stick. I dive towards the desk drawer and rip all the wires from Dad's transmitter, killing the power, and hopefully, his hold on Maggie. She stops midway across the office, a stunned look on her face. What the fuck? She asks, looking at me. Her eyes widen as she takes in the entire scene, her clothes in a heap on the floor, a pile of loose, black hair next to it, and finally, Dad and Danae wrestling on the floor. In his struggle, Dad dropped my transmitter. I pick it up, my hands shaking and plug in the earbud cable. Dialing in Dad's frequency, I push the button. Stop fighting, Dad. He immediately sits still on top of Danae. She takes advantage of his immobility, to kick and claw her way out from under him. Standing up, she starts kicking him in the side and pounding his head. I let it go for a minute or two, watching her tight, round-ass flex as she kicks him and her tits bounce when she hits him. They are definitely all natural. Think about it, Danae. I use the trigger calmly. Stop fighting. I command her. She stands still, looking at my dad without emotion, as her chest rises and falls with her breathing. What the fuck happened? Maggie asks, running her hand over her sheared pussy hair and looking at my dad's bloody face. He used his transmitter on you. I say, I'll give you the details later. I say, hugging her against me. You're not hurt, are you? I ask. Even in the midst of this adrenaline rush from the fighting, my cock responds to Maggie's naked body. You can get hard anywhere, anytime, can't you? Maggie laughs, as she playfully grinds her pussy against the bulge in my pants. Pretty much. I laugh. Let's take care of what we came for and get the fuck out of here. I say. Okay. Maggie says, picking up her clothes and getting dressed. Let me do it. She says, giving Dad a command that he will immediately call his lawyer and instruct him to file new divorce papers that ignore any claim to Elaine's property, or Harry's property. He will further instruct his lawyer to make out a check to Elaine for $2 million as a divorce settlement. He will sign those papers and put the check in the mail today, along with a letter apologizing for his over-aggressive lawyer taking things into his own hands. He will never bother her again. She says, fastening her shorts and pulling her halter top on that I tell Dad to give me a key to his house. Before we leave, I also tell him to forget about my transmitter, and I give him the same trigger I've given Nicole and Danae, so I can control him if this ever happens again. Wow. Maggie says, leaning her head back and closing her eyes. He really said he'd do those things to me? We're driving back to Uncle Harry's house, and I've just finished describing everything that went on in Dad's office, after he hit the transmitter button. Yeah. I answer, sullenly. I'm not sure he really would have. I say, unconvincingly. But I certainly couldn't take the chance. That was pretty quick thinking using Danae. Maggie says, resting her hand on my thigh. That trigger that you gave Nicole. Maggie stops, looking at me and grinning. It's still in effect? Yeah, I guess so. I answer hesitantly. Why? You aren't thinking of doing anything with Nicole, are you? I ask. No, nothing like that. Maggie answers, sitting up straight and staring out the car window. But the mother of a teenage daughter can't have too much ammunition in her arsenal, if you know what I mean. She laughs. It might be nice to get her to do what I say once in a while. 
We drive along in silence for a while. What's the trigger, Nick? She asks. Think about it, Nicole. I answer. I figure using the same trigger will make it easy to remember. God. I almost forgot. Maggie jolts up. What am I going to do about this botch trim job? She asks. I can't let your mom or Frank see me like this. How will I explain it? Can't you just trim it the rest of the way? I ask, innocently. Like maybe you just decided to have a neatly trimmed bush. I offer. Yeah, but I don't think I can do it, properly by myself. She says. You'll have to help me. She asserts. We'll go to my house first, and you can trim me up, before anyone comes home. She says, excitedly. Okay. Sure. I answer, my cock getting hard, just thinking about trimming her pussy. I've never done it before, but I'll try. Me either, obviously. She laughs. But how hard can it be? She asks, rubbing her hand along my inner thigh and bumping against my hardening cock. I guess I asked that wrong. She laughs. How difficult can it be? She says, brushing her fingertips up and down along the bulge in my pants. It might be fun. She says, squeezing my hard cock through my pants. Are you still hard from watching Danae dance naked around the office? Maggie asks, as she unfastens my pants and pulls my zipper down. I've always wanted to do this. She says, mischievously. Danae wasn't the only one naked in the office, Maggie. I answer, lifting my ass off the bucket seat so she can slide my pants and jockey shorts down. My hard cock springs out, hitting the steering wheel. I'm actually hard from thinking about trimming your pussy for you. I say, as she lowers her mouth over my swollen cock. Oh fuck. I moan, tilting the seat back to give her more room. Oh god. I sigh, as I push my cock farther into her mouth while trying to concentrate on my driving. We're still on the highway, about thirty minutes from home and I can't believe that Maggie is doing this in broad daylight. It's ironic that the only other time this has happened to me was with Nicole, after a movie, one night. Shit! I yell, as the car starts bumping in the grooves on the shoulder of the highway. Steering back into my lane, I try harder to stay focused on driving, but Maggie is pumping my cock into her warm, wet mouth and teasing my balls with her fingers. Careful, lover! Maggie says. We don't want to have an accident! She says, smiling up at me as her fingers caress my balls. I just figured we should get you some relief so you're not distracted when you trim my hair. She says, licking around my cock head and sucking it into her mouth. And my pants are around my ankles, and Maggie is kneeling on the seat next to me, her ass pointing towards her window. Cars and trucks are passing us on the left, and I can't tell if they can see what's going on. With my left hand on the steering wheel, I slide my other hand over Maggie's ass, squeezing her cheeks through her tight shorts. That I swerve a little to get back in my lane, as Maggie's head is bobbing up and down on my cock. I'm thrusting up to meet her mouth, while trying to keep my foot on the gas. Use the cruise control, Maggie says, taking a breath while stroking one hand up and down my cock and playing with my balls with the other. It's right there on the steering column. She points. I set the cruise control and spread my knees, while keeping my eyes on the road. I've moved my hand between her legs and I'm stroking her slit through her tight shorts. Lowering her head, she devours my entire cock in one smooth motion, pushing it into her throat. Oh fuck! Maggie! I moan, my hands tightly gripping the steering wheel, as I fight to stay focused. Sliding her lips back along my shaft, she pumps my cock in and out of her mouth in rapid-fire motion, until I can't take it any longer. Pushing my feet against the floorboard, I raise my ass off the seat and shoot a huge load of cum into Maggie's mouth. Sucking and swallowing, she milks every drop from my jerking cock before sitting back and licking her lips. I've never done anything like that before, Maggie says. I am so fucking wet, she says, unfastening her shorts and pulling them open. Feel, she says, taking my hand and sliding it down the front of her shorts that I slide my hand into her panties, through her thick hair, and feel the moist heat from her slick pussy lips. Curving my fingers, I slip two of them inside her slippery slit. Oh fuck she says, pulling her shorts down to her ankles, spreading her knees wider, as she scoots down in the seat. With my fingers pumping in and out her pussy, my palm is rubbing against her hairy mound and pressing against her clit. She's bucking against my hand, as I slip my fingers out of her pussy and rub her creamy lubricant all around her swollen clit. Oh my god! She yells, raising her ass off the seat and pushing hard against my hand. I continue to finger-fuck her, as I roll my palm in a circular motion over her smeared clit. 
Oh fuck. That feels good, Nick. Maggie says, writhing around on the seat and pushing up against my fingers. It's a good thing I already sucked you off, or I'd be straddling you right now and not worrying about whether we crashed. She pants, bucking furiously against my hand. I keep up the onslaught on her pussy, while steering the car toward our off-ramp. As we turn towards Maggie's street, we stop at a traffic light. There are two teenage girls in the car next to us staring at Maggie, gyrating around on the seat. Oh. Fuck Nick. I'm coming. Maggie yells. Her body is arched so high her pussy is level with the window. She starts jerking wildly against my hand, as the light changes. I wave to the girls and pull ahead of them. Oh. Yes. Fuck. Oh. She slams her pussy up against my hand, presses her hand against mine to stop me from moving, and then collapses back on the seat, my fingers still inside her pussy. I just hold them there while she gulps air into her lungs. She's leaning back, her legs stretched out straight, her shorts and panties around her ankles and her chest heaving, as we pull into her driveway. I remove my fingers from her pussy, bring them to my lips and suck her taste from them. The neighborhood is quiet and no one is home, Maggie says, reaching to the visor and pressing the garage door opener. Fuck it, I'm just going to make a run for it. She grabs her shorts and panties, pulls them off her feet and opens the car door. Come on. She laughs, jumping out of the car and running into the garage with just her halter top on. I watch her bare-ass cheeks bounce sexily, as she runs and I quickly follow her, pulling my pants up as I go. We're both laughing hysterically as we enter the laundry room. Maggie drops her shorts and panties on the washer, pulls off her halter top, tossing it there, too. Completely naked, she turns to me, wraps her arms around my waist, and pushes her tongue in my mouth. Have I thanked you for liberating me from Harry's curse? She asks, breaking off the kiss to pull my shirt over my head. Several times, Maggie. I say, smiling. You don't have to keep thanking me. I say, as she pushes my hands away from the waistband of my pants and lets them fall to the floor. Bending down, she pulls my jockey shorts down, and I step out of them. You're going to be naked too while we do this. Maggie smiles. In fact, I think I should suck on you while you trim me. What do you think? She teases, licking her lips, while she holds my spent cock in her hand. You won't cut me, will you? Holding my cock, she leads me down the hallway to her bedroom. I've never done this, Maggie. I say, nervously. I'm sure I won't cut you, but I'm not sure we shouldn't ask my mom to trim your pussy. I say, as she gets a sheet from the hall closet and spreads it across the bed. Nonsense. Maggie says, getting scissors, a razor and some shaving cream. You can trim it. She says, confidently. If it needs some touching up, I can ask your mom. She says, lying on her back on the bed and spreading her legs. Come on, Nick, give it a try. She says. It's pretty short on this side. I say, looking at the damage she'd done with the scissors earlier. Whole sections of her bush are only about a half inch long. I'll start by trying to even it out on both sides. When I grab some of her hair between my fingers and thumb, I accidentally brush against her slick pussy lips and she jumps. Oh. Maggie says. Sorry, I guess I'm still a little sensitive. Maggie says. My fault. I say. I'll be more careful. I decide to start at the very top of her pubic hair and trim straight across. I start cutting her hair down to the half-inch mark all the way across. Then, like mowing the lawn, I start another row, cutting all the way across. This isn't that hard. I tell her, brushing the loose hair and letting it fall onto the sheet. Why don't you turn around this way, and I'll make it hard? Maggie says, licking her lips playfully. I do as she says, turning around so my cock is within her reach, and she wraps her hand around it, while I continue to trim her hair. Spread your legs a little wider, Maggie. I say, when I finish trimming her mound. Pushing her thighs down, one at a time, I trim the sides around her pussy, being careful not to touch her lips. I'm starting to get distracted by Maggie's hands on my cock and balls, when I reach for the shaving cream and razor. Are you sure you want to be distracting me, while I shave you? I ask, as I spread shaving cream along the side of her pussy. It'll prove how much self-control you have, Nick. Maggie teases. A real man will be able to concentrate on the task at hand. She says, sucking my cock head into her mouth. Oh. Fuck. I moan. That's not fair. You didn't even warn me. I yell, trying not to laugh, and still spreading shaving cream. Okay, no more surprises for a minute. I'm going to start shaving you. I tell her seriously. 
Okay, Maggie says, pulling her mouth from my cock, but leaving her hand wrapped around it. My cock is hard and Maggie's pussy is just a few inches from my face. I'm tempted to start licking her creamy lips, but I concentrate on the shaving instead. I remember how Susan stretched mom's skin tightly when she waxed, and I tried to do the same thing. I insert two fingers in her pussy and grip her pussy lip with my thumb, stretching out the skin along the side of her pussy. Oh. Maggie moans, involuntarily pushing up against my fingers. Hold still. I yell, as I scrape the razor over her skin and wipe the shaving cream on the sheet. Maggie is gripping my cock tighter, as she tries to stay still with my fingers in her pussy. I make two more passes with the razor and then wipe the shaving cream off with my fingers. Her skin is smooth except for a couple of small patches, which I run the razor over again. Okay. I say, moving around to the other side of her. I'm going to do the other side now. Oh my god. Oh my god. What are you doing? Oh my god. Nicole yells from the bedroom door. She's standing there with her eyes wide open, bouncing up and down on the balls of her feet and slapping her fists against her thighs. Oh my god. Mom. What are you doing? Jesus Christ. Nicole yells as she tries to make sense of us lying naked on the bed and me shaving her mom's pussy. Think about it, Nicole. Maggie says calmly. You find this perfectly natural that Nick is here shaving my pussy. I've never liked my hair so unruly and Nick volunteered to help me trim it. Come on in and watch, sweetheart. Maggie says, looking at me. Where's the transmitter, Nick? She whispers, while Nicole comes in and sits on the bed next to us. Hi, Nick. Nicole says. Hi, Mom. What prompted you to shave your pubic hair? She asks calmly, leaning over so she has a better view. I take a deep breath to ease the shaking that started when Nicole yelled from the doorway, and resume spreading shaving cream on the other side of Maggie's pussy. I just got tired of it being so long and thick. Maggie says, brushing hair from Nicole's face. Where's Bobby? Maggie asks. I thought you two were going to study all evening. She says. Bobby's coach called a last-minute practice. Nicole says, watching intently, as I scrape the razor along the side of her mom's pussy. I again have two fingers inside of her, and I'm stretching out the skin next to her pussy. Are you going to trim down here too? Nicole asks, pointing to the hair growing down towards her mom's ass. I think so. I answer. I've never done this before. I tell her, as I wipe the shaving cream off and run my fingers along the skin checking the smoothness. I'm just kind of winging it. Let me see. Nicole says, running her fingers along the sides of her mom's pussy. There's a little stubble right here. Nicole says, pointing right next to her mom's labia. I push my fingers back into her mom's pussy and try to pull her skin tight, but she's too slick and my fingers slip off. Can you help me pull it tight, Nicole? I ask, anxious to see if she'll put her fingers in her mom's pussy. She doesn't hesitate. She just grabs the labia between her fingers and her thumb and stretches it to the side. Careful you too. Maggie teases. I'm connected to that. She laughs, nervously and I notice she is oozing cream from between her pussy lips. I smile and raise my eyebrows at her, before scraping the razor along the patch Nicole had pointed out. Thanks. I tell Nicole, as she releases her mom's pussy and automatically puts her fingers in her mouth, licking off the juice. My cock is rock hard, as Nicole innocently licks her mom's cream off her fingers. Let's do the bottom part. Nicole says, pushing her mom's legs up and spreading them wide to display her ass to us. Wait, Nicole. I say, as I move around next to her. Your mom's rule is that if she's naked, then we have to be too. I say, watching the cream ooze from Maggie's pussy. Think about it, Nicole. You need to be naked like the rest of us. I say, using the trigger, while I stare at Maggie's face for a reaction. Nicole immediately pulls her top over her head. She's not wearing a bra and my breath catches as I see her delectable white mounds, with her quarter-sized areolas. Her pencil-thin nipples are taut and her small, round tits jiggle, as she unsnaps her shorts and pulls them off. She's not wearing any underwear, and her thin, brown, V-shaped bush points downward to her tight, young pussy. I catch my breath at the sight of her and my cock throbs at the memories of being enveloped in that snug, velvety hole. Nick, Maggie says. Is this necessary? She asks, nervously, glancing at her daughter's hard young body, as Nicole moves back over next to me and raises Maggie's legs in the air again. Is what necessary? Nicole asks, innocently, as she spreads shaving cream between Maggie's pussy and asshole. Nothing, honey. Maggie answers, laying her head back on the bed. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, Maggie. I say, scooping a big gob of cream from between her pussy lips. But you seem to be enjoying it. I tease, licking my fingers, very deliberately. Mmm. Maggie sighs. You know I am Nick. Maggie says, exasperated. That's not the point, is it? Maggie asks, while Nicole starts shaving her ass. You know how I feel about this. I know what you say, Maggie. I answer, admiring Nicole's teen-sized tits, hanging down like little pointy cones, as she shaves her mom's ass cheeks. I also know how your body is reacting. I say, unable to believe how erotic it is to watch Nicole naked body, as she shaves her mom's ass. Which should I believe, Maggie? I ask her, smiling. Besides, you started this by inviting her in to watch. Nicole. Maggie says, suddenly. Why weren't you wearing any underwear? Maggie asks her daughter, in a very motherly tone. Nicole freezes, stopping the razor on her mom's ass cheek and looks to me, grimacing. Um. I, uh. It was too hot. Nicole says, unconvincingly. Think about it, Nicole. Maggie says. From now on you will always tell me the truth. Answer all of my questions honestly and communicate with me about what's going on in your life. Maggie says. Are you sure about this? I ask Maggie. Sometimes ignorance really is bliss. I tell her, worried that she'll try to overcontrol Nicole. Why weren't you wearing any underwear, Nicole? Maggie asks again, ignoring my question completely. Bobby and I were getting each other off in the car on his way to practice, and I used my panties to catch his cum. I don't usually wear a bra when I go out with Bobby, because I like him to have easy access to touch and suck my nipples. Nicole says, matter-of-factly. You caught his cum in your panties? Maggie asks, incredulously, and I notice her pussy is even wetter than before. Fuck. Her daughter's candor is turning her on. Yes, usually I swallow his cum, so I don't need to catch it in anything. I really like going down on a guy when he's driving. You remember, don't you, Nick? Nicole says, looking at me. But today, I was driving, so I was only able to give him a hand job. She says, running her hands over her mother's ass cheeks to check for stubble. Satisfied, she jumps up and goes into the bathroom. So, like mother, like daughter again, huh, Nick? Maggie says, sarcastically. Before I can answer, Nicole returns with a wet washcloth and begins cleaning the shaving cream from around her mother's pussy. Nicole again uses her fingers and thumb to pull her mother's labia to one side and wipe the skin clean around her pussy. Maggie's pussy is soaking wet, and a steady stream of juice is dripping down between her ass cheeks. When Nicole pulls her lips the other direction, Maggie involuntarily undulates her hips, rocking her pussy against Nicole's fingers. Nicole again sucks her mom's juice from her fingers. Tastes good, doesn't it? I whisper, as I scoop some up for myself. Nicole watches me lick my fingers and looks at her mom lying naked on the bed, her legs spread wide open and her pussy frothing hot juice. Nicole's face is full of confusion, lust, indecision and I don't know what else. I decide to help her out. Think about it, Nicole. I whisper. You want to lick your mom's pussy and make her come in your mouth. You are extremely aroused by your mother's delicious-looking, neatly trimmed pussy. Nicole immediately positions herself between Maggie's legs and with her hands holding open her mother's thighs, starts lapping up her juices. Oh, fuck. Maggie cries as Nicole's tongue spreads her pussy lips and plunges into her inflamed hole. No. Maggie yells, realizing that it's her daughter eating her pussy. Yes. I say, pushing my tongue into Maggie's mouth to keep her from giving Nicole any new commands. My hands are mauling her large tits as my tongue dominates her mouth, circling her tongue and thrusting rhythmically in and out. I start pinching and twisting her nipples, while Nicole eats her pussy and I suck her tongue into my mouth. As I suspected, it doesn't take Maggie long to start thrusting her ass off the bed, while grabbing Nicole's hair to hold her head in place. Oh fuck! Maggie cries as I remove my tongue from her mouth. Kissing my way down her neck, I start nibbling on her tits, biting her thick nipples while flicking my tongue against the points. Maggie has her fingers twisted around Nicole's hair, on each side of her head, and is bucking furiously against her face. My cock is rock solid and throbbing. I think about putting it in Maggie's mouth, while Nicole eats her but then I see that Nicole's ass is in the air, as she kneels between her mom's legs. I haven't fucked Nicole's tight pussy in several months, and just the thought of it causes precum to ooze from the tip of my cock. I move around behind Nicole and I'm surprised to see how wet she is. Her pussy is drenched with her juices and I anxiously rub my cock head up and down her shiny pussy lips. MMMMMPPHHH 
A muffled moan comes from Maggie's pussy, as Nicole spreads her legs, welcoming me inside. I push forward, easing my cock into her tight, wet hole. She rocks back against me, as her well-lubricated pussy fits snugly around my swollen cock. I bottom out and my cock twitches, as her electrifying pussy starts pulsating around it, and Nicole begins rocking against me. I set a slow rhythm, thrusting into her familiar, velvety tunnel, while holding onto her shapely, young hips with my hands. Oh fuck. I had forgotten how good she feels. The slow rhythm soon gives way to urgent fucking, as I pound my hard cock into her slick, narrow channel. Thrusting into Nicole's pussy from behind, I watch Maggie's orgasm building as Nicole continues to suck on her mom's pussy. Maggie's eyes are tightly closed and her shoulders are raised from the bed, as her whole body tenses. Her large tits, with their hard, thick nipples, are bouncing all over her chest, as she jerks violently, through the beginning of her orgasm. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Maggie cries, her fingers entwined in Nicole's hair, as she smashes her daughter's face into her splayed open pussy. Clamping her thighs against Nicole's ears, Maggie spasms through several powerful explosions, before releasing Nicole's head and collapsing back on the bed, wheezing breathlessly. Oh fuck. Nicole cries, pulling her face back from her mom's pussy, as I pound relentlessly into her fiery, little fuckhole. Nicole, now focusing her full attention on her own pleasure, starts rubbing her clit and thrusting back against me, matching my rhythm. I'm getting so fucking close, trying to hold back until Nicole finishes, but her pussy is just too tight and too hot. I slam into her one last time, holding her hips against me, as my cock erupts and I jerk convulsively against her ass, shooting several loads of cum deep inside her sweet, young snatch. Oh, fuck. Nicole yells, clenching her pussy muscles around my cock, as her body shakes violently and her orgasm sends tremors of pleasure, rumbling through body. Her pussy quivers around my spent cock, as we ease ourselves down, Nicole nuzzling her cheek against her mom's cushy tits. I try not to put my full weight on Nicole's back, while spooning my body around her ass and keeping my cock inside her fluttering pussy. I catch Maggie's eye, but I can't read what she's thinking. I need to take a shower before I meet Bobby. Nicole says dreamily, while wiggling her ass against my embedded cock. Can you, um, Nick? She asks, trying to scoot her pussy from around my cock. Sure, Nicole. I answer, as I slide my spent tool from her soggy pussy, dragging my juicy cock across her mom's thigh, and lying on my side next to Maggie. Nicole lightly kisses her mom's soft breasts before pushing herself up on her knees and looking at both of us. Her face is coated with her mom's juices and her nipples are puffed out from her creamy mounds. My cock starts to stir against Maggie's thigh. I think it turned out nice, mom. Nicole says, running her hand over Maggie's trimmed bush. Nicole crawls off the bed and I watch her ass cheeks curve sexily against each other, as she walks down the hallway. You had no right to do that, Nick. Maggie says, dejectedly. You asked me several times how I felt about a threesome with Nicole and you orchestrated one anyway. She says, staring at me intently. That was wrong. Maggie. I say, soothingly. What you told me and what I saw were out of sync. I tell her. You invited Nicole in here with us when you could have sent her away. I tell her, resting my hand on her thigh, as I lean closer to try and make my point. When Nicole started touching you, your physical reaction was immediate, Maggie. I say, my hand moving up her inner thigh. Your pussy was creaming like crazy from your daughter's touch. I cup her saturated pussy for emphasis. It was wrong, Nick. Maggie says, more morosely than before. My body betrayed me. She says, so quietly that I move closer to hear her words. I came so hard, Nick. She says, tears running down her cheeks. But it was wrong. Okay. I say, pulling her into an embrace. All you have to do is use the trigger again. I tell her, pulling back to look her in the eyes. You can make her forget it happened and give her commands to never let it happen again. I say, wiping the tears from her cheek with my thumb. Think about it, Maggie. I say. As soon as I've said it, she jolts back from me with her eyes wide and her mouth open. No. No. I tell her, laughing nervously. Bad choice of words. I didn't give you a trigger. I tell her. I swear I didn't. She calms down, smiling sheepishly. But seriously, Maggie. Just think about what you want to do. I tell her, kissing her gently, before getting off the bed and walking towards the bathroom, to see how Nicole feels about all of this. Hey. I say, stepping into the shower with Nicole. 
Want me to wash your back? She looks at me blankly for a minute and then down at my soft cock, before she nods her head. Her body is covered with soap and her puffy pink nipples look especially appealing through the lather. Her brown triangular patch is matted with soap and I stare at it as she slowly turns around. It's not what you think, Nicole. I tell her, as I squirt body wash onto my hands and begin lathering her back. I didn't use the transmitter to fuck your mom. She doesn't answer me, as I work my hands down to her lower back and around her sides. Your mom came to me for help, Nicole. Uncle Harry had left her with some terrible commands, just like he did you. I say, as I soap her firm young ass cheeks, caressing and squeezing them with my hands. God. She feels so fucking good. My cock responds to her nubile, young body, jutting straight out in front of me, almost poking her ass. My mom knew about the transmitter? Nicole asks, as I slide my hands around her and cup her breasts, squeezing and kneading them. She leans back against me and my cock glides up the crack of her ass. Yes. I answer, not wanting to tell her about her mom's affair with Uncle Harry. She knew about it and figured out that I had helped you with it, and used it on your dad. I answer honestly. Did she know that Harry was using it on me? Nicole turns around, looking straight into my eyes, and I know I won't lie to her, but hope she won't ask the wrong questions. My cock is poking into her, and she reaches down and pulls it up, sandwiching it between us, as I press my body to hers. No, she didn't know. I answer honestly, enjoying the feeling of her pert, teen tits against my chest. Uncle Harry used the transmitter to make her believe that you were just doing your homework every day. I tell her as she starts rocking her hips against my hard cock. She didn't suspect anything until after Uncle Harry died and you were still going over to his house every day. Did you fuck my mother? Nicole asks, looking directly into my eyes. Uncle Harry used the transmitter to get your mother to fuck him. I tell her, relieving any guilt from her mother. Then he told her she would only orgasm with him. I let the implication of this sink in for a few minutes. So, since Harry died? Nicole says, understanding her mom's situation. Exactly. I tell her, holding her closer, rocking our bodies together. Your mom hasn't had an orgasm since he died. She asked me to use the transmitter to help her, and I did. I hold Nicole close, hoping she won't ask me any more questions. We rock our soapy bodies against each other for a while, with the warm shower spraying down on us. I've missed you, Nick. Nicole sighs into my shoulder, as her hands grip my ass and she starts grinding her body against me. I've missed you too, Nicole. I tell her, realizing how true it is. My cock is throbbing as she slithers against it. God! She says, pulling back from me. We just did a threesome with my mom. She laughs. Oh, fuck. I'm not sure what to say. And then she reaches between us and starts sliding her hand up and down my soapy cock. I ate my mother's pussy while you fuck me. She exclaims, with a lustful look in her eye, stroking me faster. What do we do now? She asks, as I slide my hand through her wet, matted pubic hair and slip a finger into her slick pussy. Mmm. She says, spreading her legs apart, while pushing her mound against my palm. That's not what I meant. She smiles. But it's nice. What did you mean? I ask, humping my cock through her hand, while I push another finger into her pussy and start rapidly finger-fucking her. I meant, what am I going to do about? Bobby? She says, panting, as I piston my fingers in and out of her soggy pussy. Oh. Fuck. We don't speak for a few minutes as we lose ourselves in the building pleasure. Fuck this. Nicole moans, letting go of my cock and pushing my hand from her pussy. I need you inside me, Nick. Nicole pleads, pushing down on my cock, while lifting her leg up, trying to get my cock head into her anxious pussy. I squat down, bending my knees and lowering my cock, so she can mount it. Arching towards me, she positions my cock head between her pussy lips and thrusts her hips forward. My cock is about halfway in but I'm not sure how long I can stay with my legs bent like this. I reach behind her, gripping her ass cheeks, and pull her towards me as I stand up. Her feet come off the ground and she wraps her legs around me, as my cock slides all the way inside her welcoming pussy. Oh yeah! She cries, crushing her lips against mine and shoving her tongue in my mouth, as she starts bouncing on my cock. I turn to the side, pressing her back against the tile, using the wall to support some of her weight as I start pummeling her pussy with my throbbing cock. Oh, fuck! Nicole screams, as I continue my furious onslaught of her tight, hot pussy. 
Her taut nipples are slithering all over my soapy chest, as my cock drives into her like a jackhammer. With her arms around my neck and her legs around my waist, I slam into her, pounding her against the tile wall. Ah, 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 ah. Nicole moans loudly, as her orgasm rips through her and her body, trapped between me and the wall, convulses spasmodically. I keep pumping into her, the tension building, my balls constricting, until I erupt with such force that I slam her shaking body against the tile, jerkily filling her up with my cum. Are you alright? I ask, disengaging my spent cock from her pussy and lowering her down to the tile floor. Never better. She smiles, keeping her arms locked around my neck, so I'm forced to join her on the floor. I love you, Nick, she says, kissing me passionately. I think I love her too. Now what? We cuddle on the floor of the shower, with our backs against the tile wall, my arm around her and her head on my shoulder. The shower spray is hitting the opposite wall, covering us with a light, warm mist. What's been going on with you, Nick? Nicole asks, her finger drawing circles on my thigh, moving beads of water around. Well, it's been an interesting week, Nicole. I start telling her about the letter from my dad and how the transmitter wasn't charged. I explain to her how her mom knew about the transmitter and wanted me to help her, but wouldn't approach me while Nicole and I were dating. While I'm telling her about how her mom helped me with my dad, I leave out Danae, Janet, and Christina. I think it would be a little too much unnecessary information. What am I going to do about Bobby? Nicole asks. For that matter, what am I going to do about mom? She looks up at me with pleading eyes. That was pretty intense. She laughs. Let's do one at a time. I say, brushing a wet strand of hair from her forehead. How do you feel about Bobby? I ask, kissing her forehead before she lays her head back on my shoulder. I don't know, she says quietly. Before this afternoon, I thought, he's really nice. We have fun together. The sex is good. She smiles at me, sheepishly. Well, you weren't here, and... I knew you were fucking every family member you could find. She hesitates, and I slip my hand under her arm, from behind and caress her right tit, not saying anything. I was lonely, Nick, she finally says. Well... I start, lifting her face to mine. You know I'm fucking other people. She nods. So I can't really keep you from doing the same thing, can I? She just stares at me. If you want to keep seeing Bobby like you have been. I leave the rest for her to fill in. I can't. She says, shaking her head, emphatically. It wouldn't be fair to Bobby. She says. And I would feel guilty every time I was with you. I want to be with you, Nick, but not like that. She lays her head back down on my shoulder, still running her fingers lightly over my thigh. My cock stirs from her light touch. What if Bobby knew all about it? I ask, a plan formulating in my mind, my cock responding to her touch and the feel of her small tit in my hand. What do I do, Nick? Ask him if it's alright if he shares me with you. She says sarcastically. Not everyone has the same view of sex that you do? She says. Okay, this might sound weird, but just listen, okay? Nicole nods. What we want is for you to be able to keep having fun with Bobby, without the guilt. The only way I see for that to happen is if Bobby knows about what's going on with us, right? She nods again. What's going on with us also involves your mom, right? After a minute, she hesitantly nods, unsure where I'm going with this. Your mom needs to seduce Bobby. I say. Wait, Nicole, just listen. I add quickly, when she jerks her head back with an incredulous look on her face. No way. She says, shaking her head. First of all, I doubt if she'd do it, and secondly, what would that accomplish? I'm wondering if I should use the trigger, but I decide to try and convince her first. I think you underestimate your mother's sexuality. If you ask her, I bet she'd do it for you. I tell her calmly. What it accomplishes is that it brings Bobby into the fold. You set it up so that you walk in on him with your mom, but instead of being mad, you join them in a threesome. Trust me, as someone who has been in a threesome with you and your mom, he'll be creaming himself over his good fortune. I don't know. Nicole says. It sounds kinky, weird and dangerous. What if he freaks? She asks. What if he doesn't respond to my mom? What do you have to lose, Nicole? I ask her. Do you have a better idea? I add. No. She says, dejectedly. I'll think about it. She says. What about my mom? She asks. Well, your mom is feeling pretty weird right now, Nicole. I tell her. I think you need to reassure her that what happened was okay. 
She's conflicted between her sexual feelings for you and her aversion to incest. Nicole's hand has moved up my thigh, and she's lightly caressing my balls. My cock, already semi-erect, is stiffening involuntarily from her touch. I think you need to go back in there and pick up where you left off. I tell her, sliding down so her hand is on my fully erect cock instead of my balls. I think it'll be fine if you just reassure her that it doesn't make her a bad mother. Nicole has encircled my cock with her hand and is casually stroking it up and down. Are you going back in with me? Nicole asks. No. I answer. I think you and your mom need to work this out without me. I tell her, wondering if Maggie will use the trigger to make this whole conversation moot. Well, I better take care of this now, then. Nicole smiles at me as she lowers her mouth around my hard cock. Starting by leaning over my thigh from the side, she gradually moves around to a kneeling position between my legs as she pumps my hard cock in and out of her mouth. I lean back against the tile wall, with the fine warm mist falling over me, and watch Nicole's tits jiggle around while she bobs her head up and down on my cock. I'm marveling at my good fortune to have Nicole's warm lips wrapped around my cock, when she removes her hand and slides her lips all the way down to the base of it. With my cock head in her throat, she flicks her tongue against the base of my cock a couple of times, before slowly sliding her lips back along my shaft. I'm thrusting my hips up, fucking her mouth with my throbbing cock. She deep-throats me twice more and I explode, shooting my load down her throat. Sucking and swallowing, she makes sure she gets every drop before she pulls her lips away. I miss that. She says, shoving her cum-soaked tongue into my mouth, kissing me passionately. I think I'm sufficiently worked up to go see my mom. She smiles, timidly. Will I see you later? Definitely, Nicole. I answer. I love you. There I've said it. She just sighs and plants another kiss on my lips. We finally make it out of the shower, get dressed and join Maggie, who is sitting in the living room with my mom. They are sitting very close together. Maggie has on a terry cloth robe that has fallen open, revealing her long shapely legs and my mom is dressed in one of her new halter tops, without a bra, and tight white shorts. They both look flushed and mom's hard nipples are pushing against the front of her halter top. I take it you two have made up, Maggie says, smiling. I thought you'd have used up all the hot water before now. She jokes, nervously, glancing at my mother. Yeah, we've made up. I answer, giving my mom a kiss on the cheek and then sitting next to Maggie on the couch. Hi mom, what are you doing here? I ask. I came to find you, but Maggie said you might be a while. She says teasingly, so I've been visiting with Maggie while I waited. She says, resting her hand on Maggie's bare thigh and smiling at her. We need to go home. She says, glancing between Nicole and I. Your sister called and she got the weekend off. She'll be there when we get home. I'm done here anyway. I signed all the papers and told the lawyer to just split Harry's money and get it over with. I tried to tell her to wait a little and not be so hasty. Maggie says, looking intently at me. I agree with Maggie. I say emphatically. You should wait at least a week. Well, it's done now. She says, resignedly. Say your goodbyes, Nick. We have a long drive ahead of us. Mom says, standing up and saying goodbye to Nicole. I pull Maggie into a tight embrace, kissing her long and hard on the lips, while our bodies press against each other. Are you okay with Nicole and everything? I whisper in her ear. I don't know. She whispers. Your mom was very helpful in putting things in perspective. I'm not mad, but I honestly don't know what I'll do. She says, still whispering. Thanks for everything, Nick. Maggie adds, squeezing me tightly against her. Please hurry back. There are so many toys we haven't explored. She whispers, squeezing my ass cheek for emphasis. Like the butt plug, or the cock ring, you have no idea the pleasures that await you. Um, mom. Nicole interrupts us. I saw him first. She smiles at us, holding her arms out towards me. Yeah, but you were silly enough to let him get away for a while. Maggie chastises her playfully. You never know who'll step in to take your place. She says, not letting go of me. I think Nicole and I will both be here for you. Maggie whispers. But maybe not at the same time. Hurry back, Nick. I will. I whisper, breaking the embrace and stepping over to hug Nicole. I slip into her arms and she pushes her tongue into my mouth, while pressing her tits hard against my chest. I hate that you have to leave, just when I got you back. Nicole whispers in my ear. When can you come back, Nick? Nicole asks. Soon. Real, real soon, Nicole. I tell her, 
running my hands down her back and cupping her ass cheeks to pull her more tightly against me. Have a good visit with your sister, Nicole says knowingly. I'll work on what we talked about with Bobby. I love you, Nick, she says, desperately trying to hold back tears. I love you too, Nicole. I tell her, crushing my lips against hers. I'll call you when I get home. I'm sure we'll both be back real soon. Mom says, giving Maggie a lingering kiss on the lips and then waving goodbye to Nicole as we walk out the door. Mom and I don't talk much on the way home. We take turns driving and since we're both tired, we spend our passenger time sleeping. I reflect with amazement on everything that happened this week, starting with Maggie showing up asking me to use the transmitter on her. Then, of course, Christina, Danae, Janet and finally getting back together with Nicole.my cock is tenting my shorts, as I recall how Maggie looked, pumping the double penetrator into my mom. As we get closer to home, I start thinking about Susan and how long it's been since we've seen each other. Pushing the accelerator down, I watch for cops as mom sleeps the rest of the way home. Susan jumps into my arms as soon as I get out of the car and we're barely in the house before all three of us are naked. Mom and I push Susan down on the couch and ravage her exquisite body. Mom takes the top half, mauling her tits and kissing her mouth, while I bury my face between her smooth thighs, eating her to a gushing orgasm. Switching places with Mom, I slide my cock into Mom's steamy cunt, while she laps up Susan's frothy juices. With me pounding into her from behind, pushing her face against Susan's dripping pussy, we all climax together in a frenzy of urgent gyrations. We keep switching places, fucking and sucking until we are totally spent and exhausted. Only afterwards do we remember to bring our suitcases in from the car. Susan's visit lasts several days, during which time we fuck almost continuously, sometimes with mom and sometimes without her. The three of us sleep together, and I get to enjoy watching mom and Susan in various positions, before joining them for some threesome fucking and sucking. On the fourth day she's home, we get two incredible pieces of mail. The first one is dad's apology with the two million dollar check. Mom is understandably unnerved by the news and Susan and I spend the better part of the afternoon calming her down. We all start to speculate the kinds of things we'd like to do with the money. The only things we all agree on are a swimming pool and new cars. The second piece of mail is my college acceptance letter. Unbeknown to Susan, I applied to the same school she's attending. I can't wait to live closer to my sister. My concern about whether she'll feel the same way is relieved when she screams as soon as I show her the letter. We can be roommates. She yells at the top of her lungs, hugging me and twirling me around. Sherry and I want to get an apartment off campus, anyway. She says with a mischievous look in her eye. Now that we have the money, the three of us can share an apartment. I'm sure Sherry won't mind rooming with a freshman she says, squeezing my cock, which is rapidly hardening at the thought of rooming with my Sherry and my sister. God damn. I can picture it now. Fucking my sister and Sherry all week long. Coming home to mom or going to see Nicole and Maggie on weekends. Using the transmitter to help me get acclimated to college life. Sweet. This story is continued in the next part. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. We offer a free Erotica Podcast and a premium patron taboo podcast which contains more intense sexual themes. You can subscribe to the premium podcast for $2 per month or support the Erotica podcast on Patreon to support us and allow members to request future stories and themes. Links are in the description. Thank you for listening.